Hello, welcome back to part two of our review of Dark and Wild. <laughs> we have come back after quite a long time since part one, so um, we'll reintroduce. I've actually also even aged since part one, so uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Christine. I am 30 years old, oh. and I've been ARMY two years. It's okay to start learning about your age. Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, already doing that. <laughs> I'm 26. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, with me, I have got my two co-stars who have remained the same age since last time, I believe. <laughs> Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm 34. And I've been army for about 18 months. And still joining us from Korea, we have... Natasha. Hi, I'm Natasha. I'm 20 years old and I've been army coming up to seven years. Or it is yeah. seven years. Oh, exciting. Long it's time. Claim to fame. Yeah, so I think since it's been a while since we recorded part one, we'll do another mini intro because a lot of things have gone down. Mm. So, whoop, whoop. Firstly, we went to Korea. Yay! Yes! That's and I why there also was, went. That was, that's why there was a delay. Yeah, we were there. All the generations reunited. Yes. Um, what did we do when we were out there, Christine? We cried. In terms of, yeah, we did. <laughs> cried and cried and cried. In terms of BTS things, I've written, we went to the Hype Daydream Believers exhibit. Mm. It was good. Yeah, and we wrote little notes to them. We did, oh. yeah. It's just photos of them, really. And it's in the same room with all the other... Um, Hype groups, mm. so you can see TXT and Hypen and La Seraphim. La Seraphim, um, I think that's it. Oh, 17. 17, yeah, 17. They were also there, and then we went to the Huga Cafe, also known as their old dorms. Natasha and mm. I had drinks in Yungi and Jin's room, oh. and we wrote post it notes there as well with messages. We went into the wall. Yeah, again. we did. We went to the old big kit building again where our big We Will Wait was still really visible. Um, yeah, so please find that on our Instagram and the highlights. And then we went to the Yujongjik uh, Tang, I think that's what it's called, the restaurant where they used to eat just by the old dorm. And then we met some German girls next to us because they sat us on this table that was like a long table and it already had like two couples of um foreigners sitting (laughs) sitting on that table and they put us like in between the two tables of foreigners and the rest of the restaurant was quite empty and so we're like why do you want us to sit here but then this German girl leaned over was like this is where BTS used to sit so they were like we know this is where your crazy girls want to sit hi white girls come sit in the BTS seats and then there were these stickers on the side of the table and the girl was like oh the stickers match which member used to sit here so when we sat down Natasha was in youngest bit and I was in taste bit, and then we had to switch. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and we went to the swings in Hakdong Park. Mm. Recreated where, the photo shoot. Yeah, where Yungi did his Marie Claire photo shoot, and then RM and Jimin were there for the Telepache um, <laughs> episode. Episode of Run BTS, that's what it's called. And they did Chuseok there. Yeah, they did Chuseok. There was like a traditional type of building where some people were sleeping. But yeah, there's a picture of them all in their handbooks, like on the steps of that building. So, you know, walked in the footsteps a fair bit. We couldn't get tickets to any of Sugar's <laughs> the final concerts. When, like, well, obviously we tried, but it just wasn't happening. And I was like, right, fine, I have seen it. We'll go out and build three times. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it three times, plus in the cinema, plus on live stream. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't stop me being all sorts of sad. It's awful, mm. actually. 
But we still went, but we did go the last day and we saw the whole young lion leave through the back entrance. We saw Jim. And they all stopped and waved. And I saw her with my own eyes. Yeah, I remember saying stopped and waved. And, and then... I, I didn't think I'd like lose my shit, but I did. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. I was like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. The problem was for me is the crowd were chanting, Kim Suk Jin, Kim Suk Jin. Yeah, we so I was like, oh, it's going to be Jin, it's going to be Jin. And then it was RM and I was like, ah! Yeah, Sorry, and had already left. <laughs> yeah, um, left. Yeah, so we thought the next person to come out was going to be Jin, but then it wasn't. It was RM. And when they, like, we saw, like, his old body. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wasn't naked no. at this point. <laughs> but, yeah, he stopped and, and waved. And, yeah, I lost it. Yeah, then Yungi came out really quickly after mm. the concert, probably, like, 10, 15 minutes after it finished. He, uh, he came out, it changed. He sort of climbed up on the on the entrance of the car and, yeah, like, waved. Um, yeah, and yeah, that was so, very... And there was nice. loads of armies there. Like, when I was telling people we went to the concert, but not the concert, they were like, oh, interesting. I was like, there was, like, at least 200 other people there. I always preface this by being like, oh, there's a culture, because obviously, like, it's really hard to get concert tickets there. So loads of people end up, like, just hanging out outside and meet other fans. You can still hear, like, you can watch on live stream and stuff like that. So that's how I explain to people. Yeah, um, they were like, oh, were they showing it? And I was like, no, we just watched it on our phones. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Paid right. like $100 to yeah. watch it on our phones. Yeah. Uh, but like, he was there. Yeah, and I was, was there. just inside. Basically, you know, the same. Yeah, we were in the same vicinity and that's a big deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was 35 degrees and we'd not <laughs> eaten or had any shade for a while. But no. It was great. But yeah, we all cried loads. Mm. All left. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did. We we sobbed. Yeah, we thought because we were watching the live stream and obviously it didn't have subtitles, so we thought when RM spoke, we thought he was talking about how he would be enlisting because <laughs> of his hair. Obviously, when we read the translations later, he sort of said the opposite. He was like, "Oh, I've got my new hair, but it's not because I'm enlisting." <laughs> yeah, that, that then, not yeah. was you know important an important yeah. word for us. Yeah, <laughs> I think I started crying when we realized that Hobie and Jin were there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just, we'd seen some like potential, not like spoilers, we'd seen a pair of legs. I think <laughs> yeah, there in. were rumors that they had arrived. <laughs> like a pair of legs. Yeah. And I was like, mm, maybe, maybe not. And then when I saw them and then they were together and they were doing the little slit. Oh. Yeah. Well, I cried as soon as we got there. I think. <laughs> Because I was standing outside and watching on my phone. I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Um, and then we cried when Young started crying. Yeah. That didn't stop. No, I said I cried loads before Young cried and then again loads after. <laughs> and then again, when I read the translation that was live and he said, I didn't want to say see you soon because it would feel like lying. So he said, see you in 2025. Yeah, you cried a lot. Man. Yeah. And then the next morning, Natasha texted me about the enlistment mm. and I jumped because we were all in separate rooms I jumped out of bed threw on my dress flung open the door and I was like are you okay and you were like what you gave me a hug and you were like I'm so <laughs> I'm sorry, so sorry. And she was like for what and I was like have you not seen I left my phone on like airplane mode yeah. no I've got like a sleep mode so I left it on the sleep mode because I was like I can't deal with Instagram or I don't want to see the Twitter reels. or anyone being like it was Bleh. it was worse than that it was a uh, hi this is big hit so I hadn't seen but then I did suspect after he said see you in 2025 mm-hmm. I was like well he's gonna go soon and he has to go soon really I felt like my expectations had been managed as much as they could have been mm. Mine is still like he's gonna do his new project he's gonna do his new project yeah. yeah which I think is fine but just constant anxiety every Monday I'm just like Ooh. yeah it was cruel like yeah big 
final last goodbye concert, all the like crying meltdown stuff, and then oh, yeah. bye, all right, bye. <laughs> He but you know, he I said he doesn't like to not work. Yeah, he, <laughs> like when do you want to enlist? Yeah, the day after. He's talked about how he likes to stay busy and yeah. how he likes to. He's like, give me shit to do. Do you want to rest after the concert? Nah, I'll no. just go. Well, he still hasn't gone on the chance that this will be out after he actually does go. So yeah, it was sad. But on a more exciting note, we're still getting Suchita. Mm, JK Suchita, oh hilarious! That was good. Yeah, he's having on footballer Lee Kangin from PSG next time which I was very excited about because it's kind of like my two worlds colliding because I work sort of within the football space and I'm manifesting Son Heung-min mm. from who is placed for my old employer and who's a BTS fan mm-hmm. yeah he is I remember the Sun hat yeah Sun hat at Wembley they like stand each other yeah yeah big yeah, fans big so fans joint fans please come on such a child that would be great and then I've written moment to appreciate RM joining chapter two. Jesus Christ alive. <laughs> yeah. I've watched it on repeat. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah. And all um, of the reels are coming in good with all of the first track yeah. music. I'm, mm. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Finally, he's in chapter two. Yeah. I thought he never. It wasn't from the front. I thought oh. he'd never, honestly. But oh. yeah, we appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. More. If you want to do more, we're, we're available. We're here for it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I did see one that was like all men are liars mm. with the cut of him when he was last at the gym when he was mm. like, no, I'm least shirtless, but I'll like protect your precious eyes. I, I remember like, saying on the I podcast when lie. about how he said that they're shirtless and I was like, he must be trolling us. There's no way they're all walking around shirtless at the gym. <laughs> There's another but guy there. Are. There's another yeah, guy yeah, yeah. who like comes into the corner who's super buff. Don't know who he is, also but shirtless. he's yeah. shirtless. Yeah, I know. It's not a lie, guys. And the rumours are true. He is. If, I, so... if they ever figure out like teleporting, I'm teleporting straight to the high He's so buff. <laughs> you know, Hive like when they ask you those questions, if you could be invisible for a day, where would you go? There. Hive gym, yes. <laughs> Hive gym all day long. <laughs> I would live there. <laughs> yeah, I'd die happy there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's just a shame that he's got a shaved head. I like the shaved head. Yeah, I've gone to like it. I really mm-hmm. like the shaved head. I thought... Yeah, but- like imagine him doing that with like long flowy JK hair. Yeah, you really like the long hair. As long as the hair looks good, I don't care if it's long or short. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the shaved head. Oh, also though, to appreciate his sexy body and his sexy mind, mm-hmm. he's changed his Insta bio to the Rage and the Grace, which we think might be obviously a teaser for project two yeah i saw the rage that. and the grace the which feels grace. like not indigo but we'll see he's gonna be happier than it did he yeah that's well, what that's he said good. after indigo he said gonna be i'm like, trying hyped. to buy a happier song so fine not buy right <laughs> i'm gonna do like take care and buy a happy song no, just kidding. <laughs> monday tuesday wednesday <laughs> i want a song about fucking all the time why can i buy that <laughs> so yeah sexy mind and sexy body together um, and v fucking hell yeah another v guy buying songs just... yes buying not fun songs though <laughs> sad songs sad songs yeah yeah sad that v didn't write them yeah as always but they're gorgeous yes so v's album layover layover yeah it's uh yeah hilarious like two weeks now it's hilarious in that he put 
Yontan oh, as yeah. the album art. The, cover <laughs> the album art. cover. Yeah, that is nice. Strolling everywhere. It's uh, best visual. Like, actually, I'm going to put my dog <laughs> on there. What, do you want my dog? Yeah. What? You want to like work with like cause, like a really famous artist or young or, you know, do something that's like representative of the... I want my dog on there. My dog's adorable. Yeah. And everyone's going to love it. Well, the actual album has like different little pictures on it, I think. But yeah. Rainy Days. Rainy Days is Beautiful. Great. Love me again. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Yeah, I also like Super it. Super happy. But I've made my mom listen to it because I was like, this you like, this you mm. like. And I, yeah, as normal, she's like, oh, so this is your favorite one. Like, I'll put sugar into Spotify. And I'm like, no, no. It's a different thing. This is the other guy. He's really good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing Dark and Wild. I'll search that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. She really likes Singularity. And that's mm. why I was like, you should listen to V's album. Yeah, we'll do the other when it comes out. It might come out before this. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> we really don't want to finish Dark Miles. <laughs> no, no, it's just because it comes out in like two weeks from now. Mm. Um, and we obviously, we try. We don't always succeed, but we try and get the reaction episodes out quicker. Mm. I think since Hobie's been away, I still, I you know how I feel about Hobie. Uh, but I think V, I could be double wrecked at the minute. Yeah, V is great. Got a lot of time for V. Yeah, I'll pivot once, my boy leaves i'm sure mm. i'll be back fully standing kim taehyung forever <laughs> um, a, i'm i'm already obviously but like in a more, more intense way more yeah active way and then we were gonna talk about the book but we've leanne's not got very far and i've not finished it so maybe we'll do that later but yeah there are a few bits in there that would be relevant to this dark and wild episode because i talk about the mama 2014 with block b quite a lot mm. in it and then also there's like stuff about the school era and like stuff that we've already covered that's like they've clarified a few points. For example, Big Hit wasn't like a startup company. They've mm. been active for ages, which I didn't know. And they'd have like bands out before that had been like reasonably successful and stuff. They just I think the reason that they were in trouble when BTS debuted was they had a girl Go band that they failed and that's mm. why they were low on money anyway yeah i didn't know i thought they'd literally were just like let's start a company let's start a group and that group was bts mm. yeah so no learning every day and that group had the ai character yeah 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 having this ai person uh glam they were called i think glam yeah 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 and then <laughs> there was one clip that we saw where was it JK, Jimin, and Yoongi were backup dancers for Glamour. Yes! Like that. Yeah, that was strange. That was so weird. Strange. There's lots of videos. There's another one, a guy from a long time ago. He's kind of active now. They're in the music video for that, and it's Tiny, JK, and Hobie. Hobie is, like, over the moon that he's dancing in this music video. Everyone else is so serious, and he's just like, ah! ah. <laughs> it's so funny. Send us the clip. Yeah, we'll have to add it to the notes now. But yeah, no, that's, I just thought it was a fun choice. Mm. But then in the book, it also says that he was in a dance crew in Degu. Yeah, it does. It. Yeah, say. it says that. And like the first time I read through it, I was like, that must be a mistranslation. Just sort of skipped over it. Mm. But no. And they talked about Anshu Shuta because he, yeah, he wanted to be a B-boy. D- DJing, rapping and B-boying. B-boying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like... like all hip-hop artists must be b-boys so. yeah and that, that he and hobby used to go and watch dance battles together <laughs> they did in hongdae in hapshang which is in, in, hapshang, uh, in hapshang which is where we stayed when we were in korea yeah we used to go and watch them after like training and in the the part of the book that we've read that reminded me of when the rap line 
sent the vocal line to hip hop school. Yeah, yeah, they did. They held every hip hop school. They held hip hop school yeah. for the vocal line. And mainly, it was like, you should listen to this song. You should listen to that song. This is what this song reads. Yeah, very cute. Yeah, there's a lot of like insight on on that. If you've not got the book, I would recommend it. It's really mm. nice. It's really good. Right, should we get started? We've got a lot of songs to go through. Yeah. So I think we're going to part, part out part two, sorry, with a lot of the songs and then do a couple of songs in part three with the award section. Fine. Just because there's a lot of songs on this album and n- not all of them have that much to say about them. Let's continue on the what can only be described as the dark and wild roller coaster. <laughs> yes, we will get back to that. Anyway, next song up that we've not done is Hip Hop File. It's also called Hip Hop Lover sometimes. Uh, so Hip Hop File was written by... P Dog, RM, Sugar, J Hope, and produced by P Dog. So yeah, this is uh, we're through. Yeah, this is a um, big hit internal production, guys. And yeah, it's about what you think it's about. It's about how much I love you. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, I thought it was about how great hip hop was until I read the lyrics. And then I was like, no, it's literally just about how much they love hip hop. Yeah. And just <laughs> Which is a different thing. I thought they were just like listen to saying like, oh, hip hop's so great. Yeah. But I didn't know how many names they dropped until I watched the video. One of the videos has got the lyrics on the bottom. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is a big, big name drop. Yeah. So I'm going to explain all the names to you. It starts with a spoken bit from rm where he goes people wonder why we love this hip hip <laughs> why we got so much then i don't know what he says it sounds like guys guys yeah, yeah i couldn't find a translation of it why we got so much guys, guys in, this, in culture, this culture tell me tell me like why is there so many b- so many people, boys, boys involved in this culture who love hip-hop another example of we should do like broken english i think we could sure. do this as a as a k-pop song <laughs> <laughs> on why we love k-pop yeah that's true maybe after our performance <laughs> we'll do that <laughs> that's now for our first single <laughs> k-pop file <laughs> genuinely that would be pretty funny <laughs> Yeah, let's get working on that. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, and it starts off with, it was a new world to me who would normally scribble stories or poems. You know, I'm a poet. Mm. But it came to me suddenly, like, Shimchong, I used to be a flightless bird, but it opened my eyes. So Shimchong is a story about a girl, or the Shimchong is a girl who threw herself in the sea as a sacrifice so that her blind father could regain his eyesight. Her piety helps her to be resurrected and become an empress, and her father's blindness is cured. Oh, amazing. So he's uh, saying hip-hop sort of did the same for him. Resurrected. It sort of, it will help him see, I think, like open uh, his eyes. Yeah. Uh, which is what the next line is. Yeah. I used to be a flightless bird, but it opened my eyes. And then he says, people keep asking, baby, why you love that hip-hop, hip-hop shit? shit. That That's in English, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> then I tell them, I don't have a reason. It's because it's hip-hop. Hip-hop? And then he starts listing off all his influences. And he says, nothing special. Epic High. Tableau shout out. We think probably you all know Epic High, but they're a Korean hip-hop group admired very heavily by the rap line. Mm. They talk about them in loads of their content. Yeah. And then he continues. And like others, Jay-Z and Nas, mm-hmm. and of course the classic Illmatic. I presume also you know who Jay-Z and Nas are. Um, <laughs> but Illmatic is Nas's debut album. Ah. And then he says, and Doggy Style, which is 
Snoop Dogg's Snoop Dogg's debut album. I assumed. Yeah, that is what it is. In My Mind, which is Pharrell's debut album. <gasps> and then we obviously know he's since had an interview with Pharrell and there was going to be a collab, but we still, mm, like, still, we still don't have it. <gasps> oh, um, maybe it'll be on Enraging and Grace. Maybe. Weird. And then he says, KRS-One, which is an American 80s rapper. He was famous for Sound of the Police. This is brilliant. I didn't realise how what all these were. Yeah. And then he says, and Ready to Die, which is the debut album by Notorious B.I.G. Nice. Yeah. Eminem and The Chronic, which is the debut album from Dr. Dre. Obviously, oh. he was the guy who sort of discovered Eminem as well. Mm-hmm. And the next classic, 2001, which is another album by Dr. Dre. Um, Gangstar is an American hip-hop duo, mainly active from 1989 to 2003. Blackstar, which is another American hip-hop duo, formed in 1996. Eric B. Rakim, and Eric B. and Rakim were an American DJ and MC hip-hop duo. Pete Rock and CL Smooth, which were a DJ and lead vocalist hip-hop duo. And all these groups were mainly like from New York when I was looking them up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a thing that he was like, influenced more by new york style i think there is a difference between new york style and la style and like south style but Mm -hmm. i don't know enough about hip-hop to tell you what it is (laughs) you should go to hip-hop school (laughs) (laughs) i really should yeah give me some hip-hop school guys after listening off all the people that he knows all the debut albums and the groups he goes they just keep popping that's all i listen to i was like an old lady i had so much to say that the stories told by others weren't enough I first just put layers and layers of nonsense and lies and called them lyrics. And that was it. Oh, that was it when I became myself. On the white paper between the pages of my textbooks, I put myself and erased it. I was free on top of the beat. Seven years ago now, it's the same. This is the most me. So I think he was 19 when Dark and Wild came out. So he must have started at 12 loving hip hop, which is cute. And then we get to the chorus, he says, sort of the vocal line saying, I'll be down for your rap, I'll be down for your rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RM taught me that rap stands for rhythm and poetry, mm. which I thought was relevant. To I knew this. that before. I didn't. Mm. And yeah, the chorus continues. It still makes my heart pound. It makes me be the real me. Yeah, I love this. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Has the scent of humans. Hip hop. Writing down my life. Hip hop is not part of my life. Hip hop. Yeah, this ma. Hip hop. We're not going to do that again. No. <laughs> the one. It's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, we usually only read is. out the. You loved it. Yeah. <laughs> We're cringing. You know what? I really like this setup for this one because mm. it really is. It's a rap line song with like the vocal line just on back up. Yeah. <laughs> like, and at this time, I was thinking, they're still in hip-hop school. They know nothing about hip-hop. Well, they <laughs> they're have, just there, like, They were doing American Life, House Live while recording this, back. I'm pretty sure. So they, they were, were already, they were like, in American hip-hop school. Yeah. yeah. Very sweet. All right. Well, J-Hope says, yo, how did I start learning my hip-hop? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I got into it by feeling it with my body. Boogaloo which is a genre of Latin music and dance, which was popular in the U.S. in the 1960s. So he's sort of attacking hip-hop through dance, really, is what Mm. is going on. Because the next thing he says is King Tut, which is a dance move inspired by Egyptian dance, where you move your hands in, like, the straight cube 
forms. Like mm. it's supposed to be really hard because uh, you need to be like super precise. Anyway, and then he says, old school, I wrote the rhythm. Thanks to Big Hits Trust, Aww. I stuck my tongue to the rhythm. I stood out and now I'm in the intersection of rap and dance. Yeah, my role model, Dynamic Duo, which is a South Korean hip hop duo. Mm-hmm. Verbal Jint, which is a Korean rapper. With Epic High. He also mm-hmm. loves Epic High. Second show out to Tableau. Yeah. Writing the resume of my clumsy self, break out from the, my nameless self and fly over the stage. So yeah, the Big Hits Trust bit is about him not rapping before he came mm, to Big Hits. Because he was a dancer. Yeah. He wasn't a rapper, but he learned to rap. Mm. And he liked hip-hop, so it was always going to work. Yeah, he was already involved in like the hip-hop scene, but he yeah, was a yeah. dancer, yeah. And he goes, the artists who rang my heart, I think he means made my heart beat, helped me get up when I didn't know anything. The artist, Biggie, Tupac, Nas, that I could express only with my body. I learned more about myself. Mm. Hope, hope world. Before I made my own world, there was Cold World. Oh, so Cute. Yeah. Even back then. Yeah. So if oh, anyone so somehow doesn't know, obviously J Hope said his song on the street with J Cole, but J Cole is his big idol. Biggest. That's what he's uh, referring to here because J Cole has Cole World, and obviously J Hope Hope World is based on J Cole Cole World. And in that song Hope on the Street, J Cole goes Hope World Cole World. Yeah. No, I Come think on. he goes J Hope Cole World. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just imagine that. That's like me <laughs> coming back in time becoming a famous rapper <laughs> then getting to rap with rm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what that is legend yeah and then he says ever since he's shown on friday nights so j cole's third official mixtape was called friday night lights <laughs> and i think he says to him when he meets him at lollapalooza that he really likes that mixtape yeah. and then he says i got inspiration and wrote my songs mac miller kanye kendrick again these are pretty like household names so mm-hmm presume you know those ones but they're all rappers their music hits my ears the best musicians shape the frame of my life so i can go crazier every day endless diction all right my instincts choose whatever rap is whatever dance is my response is sensual i wonder if he's sort of trying to say that because of his ability to feel the rhythm dancing he was able to do better rapping but Mm. that's speculation now my life melts with hip-hop I'm wild for the night today as well. My body feels like ASAP, ASAP. So Wild for the Night is a song by ASAP Rocky. And then they do the chorus again. And then Sugar goes, hip hop came to me gently, like a little child looking for its mother. It naturally permeated my life. I, who was only an elementary student back then, tailored my dream then. I want to be a rap star, a mature kid who loathed the life that's similar to everyone else's. Though everyone around me held me back and dissuaded me, hip-hop settled itself inside me, completely shook me. The young me who used to write my 16 bars on the corners of my textbooks. Oh. Yeah, so obviously I think most armies will know this, but obviously he's talked about a lot not getting loads of support from his family mm-hmm. and I don't know about his friends, but presumably he said the only person that really supported him pursuing music was his brother. Mm-hmm. So yeah. He says, thanks to that, I declined a stable life and threw myself into a studio in Namsangdong, Daegu. All night, I sharpened my blunt pen tip at the end of my efforts, thanks to the rhymes that I filled my notes with instead of receiving grades for Korean math and English that others would do in school days. 
regretting that now. <laughs> He's talking about his first studio job. So Yungi had a job in a Daegu studio as a teenager while he was still in school. And he talks about it loads in his Augusti tracks. The Korean math and English are considered the three most basic subjects in Korean high schools, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if he means that the rhymes helped him achieve his dreams, not the grades he got, or if he means like the rhymes took over and I didn't get very good grades as a result. He was distracted by he the hip distracted. Hop. Yeah, he has said before he wasn't very good at school, but mm. he's really smart. So, yeah. um, And then he says, everyone asks me, what is hip hop? <laughs> I confidently answer, my everything. Yeah, he just loves his hip hop. He really does. I just love it. As a result, I buried my life itself in music if loving this culture is a sin i'll die hundreds of times mm. wow good uh, lad what a poetic ending i've written <laughs> and then they do the chorus again and then that's the end so obviously this is just a note to how much they love hip-hop mm. and the artists that inspired them and like how they ended up pursuing music as a career and they're arguably also trying to show off their rap credentials by naming a lot of the lesser known stuff, I think. Well, that's why we wouldn't get very far with K-pop fans. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't. We can research. <laughs> we can um, research. Yeah. Do you think they researched? Vocal line researched. Um, <laughs> we could do a, a Bangtan file. Drop all the knowledge. Drop all the universe knowledge. Yeah. Blood, sweat and tears, scene by scene. Just spitting it out. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's only a rap line that really get to say how they feel <laughs> about hip hop. <laughs> but I think it's strange that it comes out on an album where you could argue that they sort of start transitioning away from look how hip hop we are. <laughs> um, so there are still some elements of that in this album, obviously, but this is the one where they sort of introduce the rock elements and sort of bridge the gap between school era and HYYH when they all embraced more of a like pop rock style which obviously it still has rap in it but it's not like angled so much at traditional hip-hop culture mm. as the early stuff i would say it reminded me of when jimin was on shushwata mm. and jimin had said vocal line was always there to support rap line as like your backup mm. and then sugar replied to jimin and said no rap line were always there to push the vocal line forward as the front men mm. they'd had this back and forth about like which line was like the, the most, most important, important. Yeah. this sort of album sort of starts that evolvement where you can really see that shift yeah right do you like your pop file Natasha yes I've put it's actually a vibe I can picture someone dancing vocally line comes in and I close my eyes and I think I'm in a little club the lights are dim and there's an unknown group performing on a risen stage all wearing like the pop gang so that's how i imagine it I'm, like oh. underground like yeah they, yeah it does have that vibe yeah and they're performing it in like a rap battle and all the other rappers in the audience are like yeah because they also love hip-hop yeah, and they get all the references yeah, and yeah, they yeah. just they everyone's buzzing yeah like, <laughs> kind of like eight mile when yeah. they do their rap <laughs> yeah. battle yeah that's how i imagine it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway I guess we didn't say if we like it. I think I like it more after having researched it. Yeah. At first, I thought the bit where he says HIP, HIP shit. And then when they go like, I love this hip hop. And then I was like, oh, this is a bit cringe. Like, I don't want to listen to this. But now I like it more. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I thought the song was about what hip hop was. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just a reminder that, you know, Bangtan style is hip hop style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then actually it's not. It's a homage to hip hop and how much they love it. I got it. And how it forms them. Yeah. It got them into music. Like, yeah. Ultimately, right? And like, all... and Sugar are saying basically that they wouldn't have been rappers or idols, really, by extension, unless they found hip hop. So. And they were all writing in their little notebooks. Yeah, exactly. Believing yeah. themselves. Yeah. Mm. I prefer it after. Same. Yungi said about that. Uh, because they do hip hop, they wrote about their attitude towards hip hop. <laughs> and he said, for RM, that meant how he started listening and rapping. And for J Hope, it was about how he started out with dance and naturally fell into hip hop. And for Sugar, it was he wrote about how he started producing music at a young age and then learned music properly. And then he said, RM wrote the melody. He thought it was really good. Like Yungi, yeah, and the melody I wrote is really good, and they said it's one of his favorites from the album. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously he loves hip hop. He loves hip hop. Gets to talk about it. What's not to like? Performances wise, so we're trying to stick to not that many performances for each song this time, but they performed this more than I thought they would have. Mm. Well, they just love hip hop. Yeah, they do. They love hip hop. (laughs) Perform it, and they want to tell us about it. Um, yeah, they performed on the Red Bullet tour, the HYYH on stage, the epilogue, the Wings tour final in Seoul. Wow. And it was cool to see how they seemed super into it, oh, I thought. They love the hip-hop. The book line. No, but like, yeah, the book, book line. Yeah, the yeah. They're like, yeah, hip-hop. Woohoo. Uh, <laughs> love it. <laughs> so I included a stage mix where you can see them all doing it across mm. different places, but I chose the HYYH on stage performance where they wear the outfits we talked about before, where JK's got the Dennis the Menace cardigan oh, and Jin's gorgeous leopard print cardigan. Mm, I'm always jealous good. of. But yeah, I was impressed with vocal lines commitment and the way they sort of echo the ends on, of the rap line verses. Mm. They don't really do that in the song, but in the performance they do. Women mm-hmm. doing some Very sexy dancing. Nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jin pulling off some swag, I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Jin is swaggy in it. Yes. Good performance. Yeah. I liked the stage mix. Yeah. And maybe this is because the stage mix covers off the later eras. But I did take a screenshot of uh, Pinkmon. Pinkmon, yeah. Pinkmon flashes up. So you get like really poor haircuts and then you get a bit of Pinkmon and I'm like, oh, come back. (laughs) Yeah. What did you think of the performance? I liked it. Everyone's vibey. Everyone wants to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. The video is actually cut up into sections. Maybe you can't see it on your phone, but if you look on the, I don't know what it's called, the grey line, it's cut up and it tells you what era it's from. Oh, oh right, okay. Or oh, the stage so, mics, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the pink habit, H-Y-Y-H, on stage. So yeah, that not, is the main performance that I picked, yeah. yeah. Not of the era. No, well, it, I think it probably is, yeah. Yeah, and then also what I didn't include, but I, what I found when I was looking at performances for this, I happened upon like shitloads of these reaction videos from these like American hip hop guys. Okay. Who were all like, like, whoa, BTS, they just understand hip hop. Like, <laughs> wow, this is so good. I'm so glad I watched this. They were never ending. Like, this guy reacts to hip hop file, this guy reacts to hip hop file, like loads Ooh. and loads. But yeah, they were saying shit like they've got so much knowledge. I don't know why this song isn't more famous. I'm so <laughs> glad I watched it. So I mean, the song it did what it was meant to do. Mm, I think hip hop yeah. credentials. Tick. Got it. Tick. Yes. 
So yeah, it, it impressed some some hip hop dudes. <laughs> some hip hop dudes in America were impressed. Yeah, yeah, they really were. <laughs> yeah, they were, I was just astounded by how many like guys with their hip hop friends were just like, sitting there, like, whoa, hip hop files, amazing. <laughs> so yeah it's maybe made for them more than for us mm, maybe um, <laughs> but yeah i still, I still like it double dunk <laughs> all right <laughs> should we move swiftly on uh-huh. to yes you know that's you this is me it was let me know it was written and produced by your boy my boy so yeah it was written by sugar P Dog RM J Hope and produced by Sugar and P Dog. Yeah. Yeah. And let me know it's about ultimately like resisting the end of a relationship and not wanting it to end. And then they can't help but look back and try and figure out what brought them to the ending. Mm-hmm. And then Sugar in his unboxing said, when you listen to the melody, you'll fall into a trance with it, mm. which I would agree with. It's got good slow vibes. Yeah. And it's kind of ominous. I've written it starts out with. Tay's low, ominous voice. Mm. Tay just brilliant in this. This is like, Tay opens and he's got that deep vocal. It's feeling early reminiscent of where he's going to go and Mm -hmm. grow to. I think it's one of the first we've sort of left behind Growly Tay. Well, Growly Tay makes appearances in this album for sure, but like not in this song. Not in this song. And then they do like a bit of like sad rapping. They do, yeah. They do. It's Mm -hmm. all like sad and... It's uh, dark. Dark and wild, you might say. So it starts off with V on this melody that has ended I'm enduring by myself now tell me that it's over let me know then Youngie yep every second raindrops fall and well up around my eyes Mm -hmm. you well up even when I just breathe I see you Mm. perhaps it's true that love blooms like cherry blossoms and withers away easily just as oh. easily. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the terrible blossoms so are only there for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you got to go see them as soon as they're there. Yeah. As if it was a dream, we burned like a flame, yet only the ashes are left. Beautiful. 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 I it... thought it was reminiscent of the flower work. Like, ah, yes. Although he means like the opposite thing. Because RM was saying the flowers are longer lasting than fireworks. So he wants to be a flower and not a firework. But Yungi mm. saying that the flowers are also fleeting. Oh, I get that. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Youngie goes on to say, hey girl, I know the conclusion you made by yourself. Your hand, your body, your body heat that was hotter than the equator. Mm. <laughs> yeah, body heat. I had to take a break there. Mm. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here on repeat on top of the disappeared tune. I'm turning by myself on top of this music that has ended. I think... One translation I read said like stuck between the repeat buttons, as in I think he means like the fast forward and rebound button. So he's like oh. stuck between going back and forth. Mm. Yeah. And he's talking about a melody and how he's going back and forth on the melody, but like her presence is not there anymore. Oh. Yeah. Sad. And then we go into the pre chorus, which is V again in the low vocal. On top of this ending tune, I am standing here alone. Now tell me that it's over. Let me know. Yeah. Same line as the intro. Sad. Yep. Then the chorus, girl, let me know, girl, let me know. Although I already know everything is over, just so there's no regrets are left behind. Girl, let me know, tell me something. I just want to know, no, no. My lingering feelings are trying to withstand the end, so please tell me something. Girl, let me know. Yep. So he sort of knows that she's checked out, but she's not told him explicitly. 
that happens, man. Mm. That's hard. You can check back in. Yeah. But hard after mm. you've mentally checked out. Yeah. You should just talk to her, though. So she, he wants her to, like, just set him free, basically. Yeah. Let him know. Set me free! <laughs> Sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, then Hobie comes in with his sad verse. Yeah. Where did the promises we made to each other go? They disappeared along with time. The dominoes that fell as a result of our pairing are like Juliet and Romeo. Yeah. Solid oh. literary reference for oh, this era. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Obvious, good. but still there. Obvious, still there. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think they have to study it. You Did you study Romeo and Juliet? Did Romeo? Did you study Romeo and Juliet in school, Christine? Because we had to, but obviously Shakespeare's British. I think we did in yeah. English class. Did I you think have to we do... at least watched it. Yeah. Did you have to do all of them? We had to do our Hamlet. So no, many. I think we just watched Romeo and Juliet. We didn't study any other Shakespeare plays. The DiCaprio one? No, the old one. The, <laughs> the one really old the crap one, yeah. Yeah. It was nice. It was uh, romantic. I'd romantic. Say. Yeah. J-Hope goes on. Uh, perhaps I loved you too burningly. But yeah. The heat between the two of us can't cool down. And I, he means like fiercely. Fiercely, yeah. Like not burningly. Burningly, burningly is a poor translation. But yeah. yeah. The love was too... Bright, fiery and then you know, yeah. the fire had to end at some point burnt out yeah i think that is what he's trying to get at the arson references yeah exactly yeah again with the heat guys we were <laughs> <laughs> should we tell them how hot we actually are <laughs> we're sat in a blanket for at the moment and it's also summer and then and it's about 25 degrees outside and we're surrounded so... by about 50 blankets yeah <laughs> right new... by the window yeah we're trying out new sound quality techniques yes. to help christine with editing hopefully you'll hear the brilliant results yeah please email in if <laughs> if you're like wow the sound quality of this is worth the amount of sweating that we're going the, through yeah blanket for most in the winter it might be good mm. just do it for like <laughs> sitting around in the winter just put the blanket for it's because we're probably cold I texted my friends who were a couple of them having pretty bad days and I texted them like, oh, Christine and I have built a blanket farm. We've just said, fuck it to the world. And they were like, yeah, Leanne, get it. And then I was like, no, no, it's for the it's podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, but we won't stay in here for a while. Cozy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hobby continues. I look back only now at the memories with you. I think if you already wondering what you're doing. You take away the stars of my night. You take away the sun of my day. Oh, oh my Jesus. If you wanted that hobby, you've got him. You've got it, yeah. yeah. Oh, my little heart breaks. This is what's so confusing about Let Me Know coming straight after Hip Hop File. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> harp, I love hip hop. And then we're like straight into this, which is like this beautiful, sad love song. This just... is on theme though. Yeah. Well, it's on brand, but it's, I'm just so confused. No, as in like the album's about like the relationship yeah. turning sour, right? And her, her not replying to the texts and, you know. like and hip-hop file's not. Hip-hop file <laughs> is, is in, also about love, but different. <laughs> different types of love. Yeah. It's an argument that maybe hip-hop file should have come after the cypher. Anyway. Anyway. So we're, we're, we're in our fields. We're sad. He said, and the only thing that eventually remained is the darkness of a cold cloud. So he had no stars in the night, no sun in the day, but he's got a cold cloud. Yeah. Poor hubby. Uh Hmm. Yeah, the rules that say where there's a hello, there's a goodbye. The Dulcet girl said this is sort of a reference to where there's a meeting, there's a parting, which is a Korean saying based on 
a Buddhist term. Yeah. Meaning those who meet surely part away. Yeah. So no, all, true. every yeah. meeting has to have an ending. And when, whenever you meet someone, you will always end up not being with them anymore. Yeah, you always end up leaving them. Yeah. Parting. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Uh, even yeah. when death do us part. Yeah, exactly. Then he says, never ever, whatever the rule is, I want to disobey it. I turn away from it. I hypnotize myself. Mm. It reminds me of Hold Me Tight. That's fine. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. they're so sad. They're so sad. Like, oh my God, my relationship is ending and I just never will have. I'll Anything never be cheerful now. again. I was Ron Weasley, so I don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah. But you will. It's like a mentor in the end of a relationship. Yeah, but anyway. you will. Yeah, you will. Yeah. You will. Mm-hmm. There's better girls out there for you, boys. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're available we're right here. <laughs> Literally, we're our generation VPN on Instagram. You can find us inside the blanket fort <laughs> in London. <laughs> Yeah, Natasha's in Korea, easier access. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She'll, she'll pop round. Then Aram comes over the bridge, which is after the, so please say anything to me, girl, let me know. Perhaps we are all stupid fools. Mm-hmm. We all carry inside our heart a love that has already ended. It's not that I still have feelings for you. I also know that we can't be together again. But sometimes, like I have an upset, <laughs> but sometimes, like I have an upset stomach, like something is stuck in my chest again. Why do my feelings suddenly explode from inside and make me throw up? No. <laughs> it's aggressive. Poor lad. Well, I, I read a translation that was like, cries come up my throat, making me throw up. Which uh, I was in, like, wondering if sobbing. he means like the sound of my cries yeah. is like, like, coming you know, out of my get, mouth. When like, you... Vomit, like word vomit. Kind uh, of. Or like when you get like choked up and yeah. your throat tenses. Yeah. 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 Maybe, it's Maybe that. he means that throwing up everywhere yeah. <laughs> in my imagination I fight with you I make up with you and I understand you oh. your hand gestures and your way of looking at me they are blurry why wouldn't they disappear yeah why that's nice that's sad <laughs> sad because yeah. like the memories are getting like further away and it is blurry and she's gone yeah. but you just he has accepted it now he's accepted it but it's not like gone yeah he's still sad yeah really sad mm-hmm oh so sad and then back into the chorus yeah i said i think that feels quite familiar like you you can tell yourself like no it's good i can't have them i can't be with them mm. like but you're still like just don't want to feel this way anymore it's <laughs> like when you unfollow them on instagram because you just don't want to yeah them. you don't want to be reminded but yeah. they're still in your head exactly Beautiful. yeah they do the chorus again without the pre-chorus and then it ends but yeah i really like the bridge i was gonna say when you talked about arms bridge i really like the bridge the bridge yeah, is good yeah it's really sweet what do you think natasha but yeah, in the book that I read that I've referred to a few times, it's called BTS The Review by Kim Young Dae. He called it the most memorable track and the masterpiece of the album. Um, yeah, he was very excited about it. It I, is nice. Yeah. It's nicer than I expected. Yeah, I like it. It's it's nice. Like it's a, the ominous vibes are nice. But I think the chorus is a bit repetitive. But don't need the vocal line again. No, no but you could just have the taste vocal and the bridge are highlights of it. Yeah. And obviously, my, my baby produced. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, I, a good job. I was in a bit of a trance. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you said, I would be. Anyway. I wouldn't have been able to tell you what it was called or where it sat on the album, you know, like because Dark and Wild's so long. But after I'd read the lyrics and I watched the performances, I now seek it out. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, Blur into Terrain, I think, a little mm. bit, which is the next track, which we'll get on to. What do you think, Natasha? Let us know how you feel about Let us know how. <laughs> I do like Let Me Know. It's a softer song that I probably listened to more when I first listened to the album years, years, years ago. This one's probably 
in my playlist more than Hip Hop File would have been. I like yeah. the calm vibes. It's it's soothing. It's soothing. Mm. It's a mm. crying in the shower song. Definitely. Which you love. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's perfect for mm. that. Yeah, so what Jungi said about it in his review of Dark and Wild, he said, finally we have a prod sugar song. And then he did like a little shy giggle. Oh, it was adorable. very sweet. <laughs> yeah. He said he worked on it for quite some time and he's really proud of it. It's both hip hop and R&B, he said, which probably is fair. He said production happened quite quickly and he thought about making it a solo track. But he and the company also thought it wasn't the time for solo tracks yet. Tell that Ooh. to Aaron because no, <laughs> I think his album came out the year after. Anyway, he said, without having any selfish intentions, this track is his favorite on the album. Ah, yeah. well. He's made it. He's made it. It has to be his favorite. Anyway, performances. So the performance that you linked reminded me of the Coldplay Fix You performance that they did. Uh-huh. And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought that Let Me Know also reminded me of Fix You. Yeah. Fix You's more like about helping someone, yeah. but also about fixing that relationship, fixing it together. And I was like, oh, this is really beautiful. Maybe that's what inspired them. Maybe. Um, but also, it just because they sat down in the performance. Really far apart, yeah. Uh, really far apart. But also, the looks are just a real problem. Hobie's got that awful hair again. Let's say where the video's from. So there were quite a lot of videos of them doing this live as well, including concerts and radio shows, etc. But I picked one from a show. It's called A Song For You because I thought the vocals were great. But it is aggressively in the era in terms of styling. (laughs) The styling was just terrible. (laughs) Um, But yeah, V's opening vocal. Beautiful. Yeah, really Beautiful. shines, really shines. Mm. And then Jimin does a really blonde falsetto high note at the end. Mm. I was like, wow, early yeah. Jimin. Yeah, they were. Pulled it out, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were really, I thought some of the V's vocal, uh, Jimin's vocal really shone. Agree. <laughs> when you scroll over the YouTube video, it's the most played moment is Jimin's high note. Like, low, and then it just like shoots up so high and then goes back down again. <laughs> it's so cool. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, people stop in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyone want to say anything else about Let Me Know? No, good song. It's a good song. Yeah, it's nice. We like it. But yeah, all right. Well, we will move on then to a song we've already mentioned, which is Rain. Mm-hmm. Natasha, you're going to talk us through the lyrics on that one. Yes. Okay, moving on to rain. But just a disclaimer, if you hear any noise, I am living in a guest house, so there's lots of people moving and the walls are really, really thin. So, sorry for the disruptions. Um, And she doesn't have an amazing blanket fort like we do. No, exactly, no blanket (laughs) fort. No blanket fort for you. It could be a bit of reverb, apologies. But yeah, talk us through. So it's written by... Slow Rabbit, RM, Sugar and J-Hope and produced by Slow Rabbit. So it starts off saying it's like rain noises. It's setting the mood. And then the first lyric is the thick colour of a rainy day in Seoul, which is JK's sexy voice. Um, So it switches between vocal and rap line. Racing cars, gently shaking umbrellas here and there. Cloud, sky, clear air. Reflected in a puddle formed by now stopped rain. Why did I, with a light grey background, pause to stand here? I don't know if I have a lot of thoughts or no thoughts at all. When it's about to get bright outside, I wake up from my sleep. With exhausted hands, I keep brushing over my hair. 
the memo part of a song that I couldn't complete last night. I'll finish it today. I shut my eyes tight and let out a deep sigh. Yeah, this is RM's verse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Why are you so sad, RM? This song is more autobiographical, isn't it? It's about their experience as like first year idols. Anyway. It says, how should I make excuses? I tried to make something up. I couldn't do it anyway, so I might as well just make something up and send it. As I turn my eyes, it's fully coloured in grey outside the window, the grey building in the grey city, in the grey rain, on a grey road. Everything in this world is slow. I like that he feels like he can't write a song, so he writes a song about not writing a song and making excuses about not finishing the song, and then that becomes a song. Yeah. My younger brother, awakened from his sleep, keeps slurring his words at the end. Yeah, he says, I think, what is it? They have the word for like, which I can't think of right. Dong Seng, yeah, he uses Dong Seng. So it could be his actual younger sister or it could be like any of the younger members. Probably it's the members because he's talking about, I think they're living in the accommodation at this point, aren't they? Yep, he says, I again open and close the innocent refrigerator with the unknown empty feeling washing over me. I think that I should just go outside. The sound of the rain touching the world feels vivid. I put on a brief smile at the best background music. I hum like a crazy guy. I wonder what time it is. That's the end of RM's. <laughs> I feel like we're just in RM's stream of consciousness. <laughs> really, yeah. Woke up, got a tea, went to the refrigerator, looked out the window, oh, it's raining. Oh, this is lovely. Oh, I'm He's so happy. Oh, no, I'm so ass. sad. Yeah, it's, it's more like the sad. Well, no, he smiled. He, he smiled, smiled at the, at the rain. background music, like all melancholy. He's like, oh, yeah, the rain matches my mood. Great. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And then the chorus is the thick colour of a rainy day in Seoul. I still can't fall asleep as I fade away. The rain stops and in the reflection in a puddle, I see myself looking more miserable today. God. <laughs> Jesus, Aram. <laughs> That's the chorus. That's not yeah. anymore. We don't know who we writes don't. the choruses, but I don't think it was Hobie. <laughs> anyway. Then we continue on to Sugar's Rap, which is the rain that knocks on my window in a rainy night hits my heart. A text that I read holding my sore shoulder. How are you these days? The text from a friend makes me soaked in emotion. Smelling the scent of the wet rain, I stretch my body. Go to the bathroom, say hello to myself, half asleep in the mirror, and take a long shower, even though I have no one to meet. With nowhere in particular to go, with an umbrella, I plod along without a set destination. The rain makes its mark on my dirty shoes as if it's letting me know it exists. Would I be someone who left a mark on you like the rain? If not, I would be someone who just comes and goes like... A sudden shower. That is a really nice line. Really, really nice line. But even a sudden shower would make a mark. Yeah. Less marks because it's come and gone, whereas this is like long rages, then you know, like, and you know that all the little uh, worms come out of the ground and stuff. Mm. Yeah. I think also I was a little confused by the you, as in, would I leave my mark on you like the rain, is the translation I read mm. that said that. But I think he's referring to, like, the fans or the music scene, because they're not in the relationship in this one. They're, like, no. in their real lives, I think. Mm. Yeah. And then the chorus again. Then it starts with Hobie's rap. When I look outside the window, as I heave myself up, I feel so. It's rain is 
as if it knew how my body would feel. I feel as I see the raindrops gathered on the windows that they are like teardrops flowing down my heart. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And like Jeff sings a bit at the start of his verse. Mm. Yeah, it's got a little soft nice. vocal. Putting the subtleness behind, I look outside where it looks like my situation. Everyone is everyone is andante in the rain, falling like a melody. Yeah, so andante in music, I looked this up, refers to a moderately slow tempo. But in Portuguese, it also means something that walks without a clear destination. Oh, wow. So here... Do you know it's Portuguese? I don't know. That's what I sort of got when I looked up. So he could be referring to the rhythm of the rain being moderately slow, but also that the rain sort of clouds his vision and makes him lose sight of his destination. Wow. Yeah, pretty good, that one. Mm. And then he says, I get ready and go outside, opening up the umbrella that was as wrinkled as my face. As I walk, listening to the rain, I wonder who this rain is falling for. The sound of the rain touching the lonely grey cement stimulates my sense of hearing. Come slow down. Is that part of it, or have I just made that be up? No, come slow down is part of it, but I can't hear him say it. It says that he says it in English. I've listened to the song trying to listen for it, and I couldn't hear it. But it's in all the lyrics that I've read, it says that he says it. On the rain, though, Aram loves the rain. In the book, he talks about how when he went to Tuxum, he used to love when it rained because then he could hide behind his umbrella <sighs> and no one oh, would recognize, no recognize him. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also love the rain. Oh, <laughs> lovely. I've got an existential love of the rain, actually. I'm sure Aram has the same. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, Natasha? <laughs> they do the, the, yeah. They do the chorus again, and then there's a bit they sing, right? Yep. It says, even when this rain stops, even when the cloud clear, I'm standing still just like how I am now. Without saying anything, I look down at the world. There and not so beautiful me is looking at me in this rain. And then it, like a static sound, same from the beginning, starts to like end. Mm. Why do they not think they're beautiful? I think it's because the they're like not having a good day and they're all tired and worn down. And I don't remember if this was in the book or if it's one of Yungi's interviews. But they talk about like how they used to sleep from like 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah, like two hours, yeah. And he's, I read one interview around when Jungi's first mixtape came out. And he was like, yeah, so we worked until like 11. And then I went to the studio until like 5 a.m. And then I slept. And the interviewer was like, but it's like 11 now. Like, how are you here? And he was like, yeah, yeah, if I didn't have this photo shoot, I wouldn't have slept at all. I would just kept on going. So, oh, boy. I know. Yeah, they must have been really tired. But yeah, I think. Weird. It, it's a weird thing to write about. I think when Yungi talked about it, because obviously they had this focus, right, of like being authentic mm. and like, so it wasn't like, let's write about the rain. It was like, oh, we have to have a song that's about us, that's mm. true to our current experience. And like, uh, we can share the, you know, ups and downs of being an idol. Because, mm. and again, it says that in the book, it talks quite a lot about how that was very revolutionary because traditionally idol groups had only been like, yay, smiles for everyone. Wow, like, so happy all the time. Exactly. They were like, we're tired. The not-so-beautiful-me-looking-back-at-myself refers back to the reflection in the puddle that they talk about earlier. Mm. So it's about sort of how they're feeling about the rain, but when the way rain fades away... They've still got to work. They're still feeling that, yeah, exactly, mm. yeah. Um, the, the, sun the rain is not the problem, Yeah, the sun doesn't come out and brighten the day, because no. that won't help. Oh, so sad. Yeah. It's a memorable song. When I think of dark and wild, I think of rain. Really? Mm. When we played the BTS game <laughs> in the line for four hours, we missed rain. 
Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. We did. So the BTS. I day didn't know. Was like, I didn't know lots of to make the queue go faster. We would say like a letter of the alphabet and like try and think of BTS songs on that letter until we ran it. Essentially, but yeah, we did miss rain. Like, it was I think... meant to be like a game until someone lost, but it ended up becoming let's name every BTS song ever written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, did really it did well. pass the time though. Yeah, yeah. Like a couple of hours um, we spent. Can recommend. So yeah, no, I think. It's sort of like we talked about it with the Festa songs. It's so similar to Still With You mm-hmm. that whenever I think about it, I end up like thinking of the wrong song, if that ah. makes sense. Do you like it more than Let Me Know? <sighs> no. Yeah, same. I thought I liked it a lot and then I went back and listened to it and I was like, it is a little forgettable. Mm. But I like the lyrics and I think it's sort of needed on the album because otherwise it wouldn't have any, aside from the cypher maybe any reflection of how they're feeling in the moment mm. i think it was more important with the lyrics right in the way that i thought hip-hop file was about how great hip-hop was uh mm. with rain i thought that might just be like a sad love song mm. with it being in dark and wild and they're all tortured and then actually it was about them yeah their truth their, their truth and that was really lovely but i don't like the sound of it as much as i like the sound of let me know i do like the piano the mm. like blinkering piano i don't know how to say it um twinkly piano I've written it sort of really does feel like a rainy day mm. reminds me of a, of a V that's sort of jazzy oh v like vibe, yeah. rainy days, rainy days yeah, exactly. oh my Jesus wow. look at that wow yeah wow synergy Whoa. across the board what about forever rain by Aaron forever rain oh, yeah also yeah, likes that one as well yeah that's a great song that is a good mm-hmm. one maybe I'll start a rain playlist Yungi said slow rabbit wrote the song oh. he also likes it a lot it's about being trainees and that how after debut, nothing has really changed. They've not reached like, oh my God, we debuted and now everything's fine. Everything's great. We're all super happy all the time. Mm. Like, no, he's sort of come to terms with that. That's not real. Mm. You've achieved the dream, but it's hard. Yeah. They've not um, achieved it, achieved it yet. There. No, they've debuted. But, they've debuted, but yeah. I think Jungis talked about how when he moved to Seoul, he was like, please let me debut. Like, at least if I debut, then if I fail, I can go back to my family and be like right well, at least I debuted mm. and then obviously you get the debut and you're like right it's still hard <laughs> it's harder now actually because yeah. you've got more shit to do um, and we're getting judged more regularly by a wider population yeah. so once you've debuted you've got the risk of failure yeah still. and the songs that you write obviously they have to perform right and they have mm. to do well and you're sort of constrained in what you're allowed to write and perform mm. but out um, oh, not easy yeah, he said they bold, boldly express all the things that bother them in this song. Performance-wise, it looks like they only performed this on the Red Bullet tour. So I have included the stage mix because it was the best quality video I could find. I almost didn't realise it was a stage mix because they're in the schoolboy outfits. Yeah, they're in schoolboy outfits, the, the, but the, the, hair, hair changes, the hair changes. Yeah, yeah, the hair changes. Again, I was impressed by the vocals, especially Ooh. Jin and V during the choruses I wrote mm. and Jackie's ad-libs. I prefer the blonde Yungi parts to the mm. red-haired Yungi parts because they look too young in the red-haired ones. Mm. They look like baby gangster schoolboys. All right. Should we, Let's move on. Should we move on? Cypher, 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 cypher. Do you remember when I hated the cyphers? Yeah. Yeah. Now look at me. Brilliant this cypher. Is a good one this as one's well. a good one. This oh. one's a great one. So next time we're going to do Killer, Killer, sorry, is BTS Cypher Part 3 Killer. Feet Supreme Boy. This one was written by Supreme Boy, RM, Sugar, and J-Hope. Again, an internal production. And it was produced by Supreme Boy. So the third cipher starts with the intro going, kill him, kill him. Kill him, kill him. 
and then our who are we killing the haters the haters always we need a hater song it's gonna be a cypher yeah cypher yeah so then rm goes whatever you do i will kill for whatever you do i'll be real for look closely this is the beast mode you wanted when the men smoke cigarettes and the women smoke wind apparently this is like slang for cheating in a relationship (gasps) uh having an affair uh, he mm-hmm. says, I smoke beet. This is a beet smoke. So to have an affair or to cheat in Korean is and to smoke cigarettes is So he says, meaning wind. And this line rhymes with the next line in English, which goes when the men smoke cigarettes and the women smoke wind, as in cheat. I smoke beet. This is a beet smoke. So that's what he's saying. But it said on the Dosa Pangtan blog that this line became controversial because of how it depicts women uh, so there are opinions that the line makes it seem like it's equally likely for men to smoke and for women to cheat uh like men smoke all the time women yeah always cheating. yeah mm-hmm. so in 2017 arm changed the lyrics oh of course he did when some smoke and others cheat yeah what a babe gender neutral what a legend <laughs> yes oh and then he says who the man told you crazy who the fella told you crazy Another slightly strange English example. Um, <laughs> I'm better than you lazy. I live a hundred times harder than those bastards who do hip hop with their keyboards. So referring to like all the keyboard warriors mm. who aren't like real rappers and who just like put hate comments online. Trolls. Trolls, exactly. Yeah. There is quite a big section in the book actually about how RM received a diss just ahead of the Mama 2014 Danger <sighs> performance and how in that like rap that he does against Zico... He has to respond to this diss. <gasps> yeah. Well, he drops it in killer because this man is angry. Yes. Then he says, they say rap is an easy genre. Too many generals, a ragtag bunch of nobodies. You should get some manners. Why do these incompetents who cannot even complete a verse try to discuss rap or music? That's why here they all still rap the same way like this. They can only say three or two words at a time. I'm not going to pretend I know loads about hip-hop, but according to the genius lyrics, RM raps this part in a triplet flow, which is an easy rhythm, supposedly, which is popular among rappers both in Korea and abroad. In fact, it's recognizable enough that it can make a lot of hip-hop or trap music sound the same, Mm. they said. And there is a little video that they linked about triplet flow from Vox, which was quite educational. There was a clip of Snoop Dogg saying he thought it made everyone sound the same. So Mm. I guess that's legitimate. They're all critical patients. Mother, father, which I think is probably a way to get the lyrics past the Uh, anti-swear word thing. It's meant to be mother. So it's meant to be motherfucker. (gasps) And then he says, aphasic patient, all just con artist. Aphasia is when a person has issues with their language or speech. Usually it's due to damage to the left part of the brain, like from a stroke or an accident. Mm. Um, yeah so dropping that deep knowledge dropping there dropping the null yes <laughs> null <laughs> wow it's just whenever I'm, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the hood <laughs> my k-pop file song has gone big I'm like I'm lad dropping that null cool cool <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen more in my life I hope his press pad. <laughs> yeah, this is not a thing. Anyway. Okay. 
And then he says, back yourself and look in the mirror. If you're going to bring something, be original, suckers. You put in zero efforts. Now he comes into his, like, softer rap bit. And he goes, I go by the name of Monster. Welcome to the Monster Plaza. (sighs) This is a a cypher. I'm a rider. I'm a rider like a biker. Really cool. Really cool. Big fan. Big fan. And he says, oh, shush, play a backward beat. And apparently the official lyrics say, like, shush in Korean which could be interpreted as shh, but sounds like shit. You're a sewer and I'm savory. So in the Korean lyrics, he says ha sugu, which means sewer, and gu su ha, which means savory. So he says he's on a backwards beat. And then he says a phrase with a group of letters that use, uh, are used like, forward and backwards. And backwards. <gasps> mm-hmm. So it creates like a you're a ha sugu and I'm a gu su ha. Ha sugu also means someone who lacks skills <gasps> or a puppet sounds like similar Mm. yeah the kids whose skills are on strike do so much protesting behind my back so rappers without skills are are dissing his skills why are protesting them when your skills are protesting you oh yeah your skills are on strike man what are you afraid of i'm confident on top of the beat you're a beggar all your pockets are empty and even your barely existing abilities are poor i don't need Givenchy because i'm a star so Givenchy had a star collection. Yeah. And then he says, I don't need Hugo, already a boss. Yeah. Yeah. I'm my king. I presume you get that one. Yeah, that's Hugo boss. Yep. I'm not Buddha, but I'm a butcher. I cut away your flesh. So Buddha in Korean is butcho. Butcher. <gasps> yeah. <sighs> Clever. Clever. And he says, change your iPhone. You don't <laughs> need your airplane mode. My roaming fees are hundreds of dollars and you know I can take it more. So as we know, they don't like iPhones. They hate the yeah. iPhone. Even the iPhone has one. Got um, the Samsung. So I would guess that we can get further into this with this song because there's loads of references to like Korean culture and stuff. But I'm guessing iPhones are seen as more like fancy and foreign because mm. obviously Samsung is Korean and cheaper for the same quality, supposedly. And the whole song has a flavor of sort of not being keen on things that are like pretentiously foreign. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this guy is not going abroad despite his super cool American iPhone. Yeah, but RM is going abroad and he can afford to roam abroad as well. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really expensive. Uh, Denver is expensive abroad, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it used to be so even expensive. worse. Like it used to be like you couldn't oh, turn on your even for a minute. Yeah, your mobile data for like two seconds mm. without being hit with like a hundred pound bill. Well, know. RM's rich, so get yeah. that, haters. He's he, not that rich. He can yeah. do it. He's not that rich. He will be. Yes. And then he says, make money with rocks, sell rocks, you frauds. And according to Genie's lyrics, the way that you say fraud in Korean literally literally translates to rock seller. So it means like, just sell your clumsy skills, you frauds. Um, Yeah. And then he says, Sao Paulo to Stockholm. Stockholm. (laughs) Yeah. And V says Stockholm. 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 Yeah. Stockholm. Stockholm. Yeah. Is uh, how that goes. Yeah. (laughs) They went to Stockholm twice, I think, actually. In the Bon Voyage season one, they go there and then they keep going on about like, oh, this is where we went before and we took the pictures. Like, Mm. this is, yeah, we've been here before. So, Uh, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I was just thinking about shout out to Greenland. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Greenland. Greenland. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, he said, Sao Paulo to Stockholm. I sit in places you'll never sit in in your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been in America. So I wrote that he usually changes this depending on where they're Where they are. So yeah, Mm -hmm. when we saw it, it was Sao Paulo to Busa. Yeah. We were like, Busa. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then arms versus over. Supreme Court does the chorus officially. He says, haters, I have a lot, but no problem, I kill. Shoveling my career to bury me. So shoveling is a widely used slang to describe an action that is pointless. Mm. So the haters attack my career to bury me there, but they're just wasting their time. But I don't care are the official lyrics, but I think... Bitch, I don't bitch, care. Bitch, I don't care. Fuck bitch, you, I don't I care. Don't care. Fuck yeah. you, I don't care. Yeah. I saw some translations that were like, frankly, I don't care. I was like, fuck that. It's fuck you, I don't care. Fuck you, I don't care. Can't control my... Yeah, we're angry. Yeah. You can't control my shit. And then again, it's spelled like shh. Uh, is how you'd say it in Korean, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I became a ninja who overcame distrust and returned again. Oh. Yeah. So then J-Hope does a verse, and his verse is great. Like, oh, just let's preface this. No, yeah. but like, it just in all the, I will explain to you. Oh, all right, the, and all the, the references. Mm-hmm. I just thought you meant Hope was a brilliant rapper. He which is, he is, he is, he is. But his verse is really good. Mm. So he starts out Oh. With... Sorry, go No. Yeah. I know where you're going. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, That's your second. This no. is brilliant from J-Hope. You okay. said one earlier. Well, you're wrong. Um, right. <laughs> on. Anyway, so his first line is this fourth album focus point cypher hmm. so the cypher is song number seven 14 song <gasps> album got it focus point cypher Middle. yeah um when this track plays haters go completely silent mm. in this scene that is illegitimate this song is a legit trap everyone will fall into it every day I wrote this reminds me of how Yungi said about the Hegem video, I think it was mm. he said about, that he sets traps in his music, as in he includes things that he'll know will get a, a rise out of haters and aunties. Like and the smoking. Like that. Yeah. Or people who have nothing better to do than to like jump up in arms and like mm. pro clutch their way through something that's mildly controversial. Mm. Yeah. Wiggle themselves into a cobweb of attempted comebacks I've written. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you. It's poetic. It is. Um, then he says, hang, hang over bang. The mm. swag explodes. Whenever I go, I drive straight. And wherever I go, there are all these hip-hop losers. <laughs> Everywhere. Oh, surrounded by them. Yeah. Our positions are proportional. You should be too busy to slander me. As in, like, we should be equally busy. I don't have time to fire cheap shots at you. Because I'm working super hard. <laughs> Like, I'm barely sleeping. sleeping. Yeah. Like, if you're supposedly a rapper, you shouldn't have time for this. Mm. Um, And then he says, but I felt by bait. So, bait is pronounced bicky, which is slang for a club doorman. Bait in Korean is actually miki. And then according to Dosa Bangtan, that means that the previous phrase can also mean, but I feel a good chance coming. Oh. Yeah. And then he says, all the unis call me Beep beep or beeper. Although uni is usually what a female would call an older female, it's apparently common for club doormen to call female customers uni. Ah. Regardless of their age. So he's carrying on from the previous line saying, All the girls call me. And then some other translations said, Page me. Text me. Yeah. Or it could be beep beep, which is what he actually says and which normally means like pager or beeper Mm -hmm. that's what they call a pager essentially and it could be censoring the name that they call him although he's call me something Mm. something i can't Uh, say you know sexy boy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not where i was going (laughs) no okay 
<laughs> I was going with fuck boy. Yeah. But then I couldn't bring myself to say it because cool. yeah. not my hobby. Yeah, never. No, not that sweet angel. Yeah. And then he says, who dares swear at me? Tell them to look at their own situation and come back. I've got everything I want. Oh, I'm on top of the beat. Beat. Wiggle wiggling. Jingle jiggling. Roll rolling. Beagle beagling. And beagle is used to refer to someone who is extremely cheerful and energetic. Oh, he's like always Kobe. beagling. Yeah, he is. Oh. He's, He's like always beagling after yeah. that big beat. Yeah. And he says, and my powers that blaze blazing. The God who owns rules the ring ring. This is just a sample, just a snack. My wrap will soon be a Korean meal to fill your stomach. Wow. This is just a flavor. Yeah. This is not even, you don't even know what else I'm going to give you. And then he says, that's right. My nation, Korea. So again, they're on this like, mm. we're super Korean mm. beat. He says, all the rap man chicks trying to spit out poor English. Look at who's standing above you now. So man is an old slang that has been used in clothing markets by shop owners. Customers who know nothing of the ways of the market, the prices and how to negotiate, etc. And are therefore extremely gullible are called man chicks. So he's saying the rappers who don't know anything about like how the game works are mm. in hip hop files. <laughs> um, try and just rap in English to, you know, sound more hip hop Whereas he is rapping in Korean and sort of doing better than these guys oh, trying to do it in English. Yeah. You know, so he's trying to be like, see, I, I'm so good. I can do it in Korean. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And he's representing to. his country, doing better abroad than you guys are. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. People abroad, yeah. people, English speaking mm-hmm. people, they know me, they don't know you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. A hobby. Dropping. <laughs> Dropping Drop the null. Dropping the null. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a new in joke now for the podcast, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, so they do the chorus, and then Sugar goes S U G A, aka August D, oh, my second nice. name. When I walk in the streets, they whisper my name. <gasps> yeah, Sugar. And this is actually the first time we ever hear about August D. Oh wow! Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like. Similar to, to D-Day. You but he's just interested. This is it. Dark and wild. It. First time you hear about Augustine. Oh, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I thought he was called Augustine before he was called Sugar. No, he was called Gloss. <laughs> he was called Gloss. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> that was his debut rapping name. It was. Like Rotranda. Yeah. Rotranda and Gloss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cute. Right. Great. Yeah, Augustine, we've met him. He's going to. Change our worlds. He will. will. My beats that I laid from Daegu to Apkajong, my music that breeds alive in every corner of the world. So Apkajong is a neighborhood in Seoul that is considered one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in South Korea. And Daegu obviously is the town where Sugar grew up. In other songs, Sugar's obviously talked about how poor he was growing Mm. up in Daegu. So this line is saying how one, people all across Korea know his music because they're far apart in geography, mm-hmm. but because Apkajong is super rich and Daegu is not so rich, he's saying both like very wealthy people and we're all the classes, so, all, every class, yeah, mm-hmm. also know my music. And then he says, I'm a baby shaman who dances <laughs> on the jakdu called the beat that's me so according to the encyclopedia of korean folk culture mm-hmm. jakdu means a straw cutter 
and it refers to the sword on which a shaman would perform the blade dance to demonstrate their spiritual powers. Ooh. So in the context of the song, Sugar is saying that he's become like a shaman because his rap is so good. He is dancing on the beat like the shaman dances on the jackdaw, yeah, which the blade. are the blades. Wow, which is hard. Mm-hmm. We should say before, on the top of Sugar's rap, mm-hmm. it is so fast. It is, So yeah. good. Too fast for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it, 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 All right, he wants to help him out, I think. But yeah. Well, he must have tried to practice it and not got it. There is also the bit tempo. in the video where she goes like, I think maybe one verse would be enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, get, we'll there. get there, yeah. But yeah, we should shout out that this verse is like... It's great, yeah. Double speed of the others. Exactly. And then... He says, do you know that half of what you see of me on TV is a kagamusha, which is a Japanese word that is used to denote a political decoy. Mm. And by calling the version of himself shown through the TV a kagamusha, he is saying that the face he shows the world is like a mask. Mm. Early persona stuff. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm. It's not not the real him. And in the context of the song, because I thought this was a bit confusing, but I think he means like, the nice polite idol persona he oh. displays on tv it shouldn't fool you into thinking i'm not like a super yeah. cool rapper because he's angry yeah it's or that i'm down with that sword that's just danced on you shouldn't be fooled into thinking like just because i'm an idol i'm not a better rapper than you mm. mm-hmm. nice it might also be that what you see on tv is not the extent of my skills like don't mm. underestimate me because you see me dance around and stuff like it doesn't cover my range of rap ability mm. there's more yeah and then he says, even if you act with bravado using your three-inch tongue, that's just rap touting. So three-inch tongue is a negative term used to describe someone who uses their words to fool or attack someone. Oh, mm-hmm. like, a, like a snake's tongue, viper's tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aimed at those stupid lazy asses, the solid, ambitious spirit of my ruling rap. Nice. Yeah, my flow job oh. that catches those arrogant, no-name rappers and toys with them. If you try to damage me with petty words like that. So he uses the term guktil here to mean damage, but guk actually means extreme. And dil comes from damage dealing, as in like it's a Konglish word, which is an online gaming term, meaning a full scale attack. So he's talking about like if you attack him with everything you have. And then he goes on to say, I only become stronger. (gasps) A mystery. I'm growing bigger from your jealousy. A bulgasari. And a bulgasari literally means cannot be killed. So, like, your hate just fuels me. I get to a place where I cannot be killed. This is so swag. But traditionally, bulgasari refers to an imaginary monster (gasps) that sometimes they painted on, like, folding screens or chimneys. And also that monster constantly kept growing. That's why it was called the Bulgasari, like, cannot be killed. So Sugar is comparing himself to this monster, saying that he's constantly feeding off the jealousy and attacks, oh. getting stronger and cannot be killed. Yeah. Wow. Really good. Legend. Yes. And then... All the girls go wild. Iconic line. Yes. As you know, my voice turns people on, both men and women. My flexible tongue movement will send them to Hong Kong with my wife. Mm-hmm. And sending someone to Hong Kong is slang for making someone orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, yeah, and it does a little, it's oh, only a little tiny one. Oh, and he sings oh. it. Oh, yeah, I can't. Uh, we should have found a clip of all of the hip thrusts <laughs> as a compilation. Sure that I exists. bet that exists. Yeah. Go find that. Yeah, I, uh, I can't believe I've seen it four times. I've seen it because he did it in Busan. Mm. No, he was tiny in Busan. So. Tiny. Saw it on the screen three times on the D Day tour. 
Mm. Also, my inclusive king, men and women. Yeah, well, yeah, not just the fangirls. All we the can make them every, all come. Everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Really, beautiful. Really good line. And he says, "In this food chain, I'm always at the top, the summit. My unstoppable eccentricity, whether or not someone screws me over behind my back. We travel around the world while you fucking laze around." <sighs> He says Hangnim, who aged immaturely, so he uses Hangnim instead of Hyungnim, which is a Satori way of referring to elder males. Compared to my standards, you're at the level of babies. <laughs> whether I'm whack or I'm fake, whether I'm this or that, I'm the new standard of the music scene. Wow. This rap slaps the old bastard's ears like a storm. Chop, chop, chop. I'm the new standard of the music industry. Mm-hmm. And this verse is littered with references to... Koreanness, the Bulgasari, the Jaktu, the three inch tongue, like all the like traditional mm. sayings. And then they do the chorus and they shout out killer. I think it's J Hope that shouts it. Mm. At least when they perform, it's like J Hope that always goes killer. Yeah, before we went to Busan. Yeah. You remember you didn't want to know the set list. Uh-huh. But I wanted to know the set list because I was still baby. I mean, well, I'm not baby. I was, I'd flown to Korea without a ticket. You were like 10 months in. <laughs> I was 10 right. months, you know, I was deep. I, I, we had the podcast. I had oh, the yeah. shrine. Like, I was in. Yeah, I was committed. Yeah. But this cipher, Ugg, mm-hmm. and My City, yeah. were the three songs that I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Um, that we were, like, trying to secretly play <laughs> on the playlist mm. about it becoming clear to you <laughs> that they were going to be there. Mm. Um, and I remember when I put on like the third cypher for like maybe the third or fourth time you were like oh you like this cypher and I was like I love this cypher <laughs> even though I like never <laughs> you're just like so great that you love the cypher I remember that because I was pretending I liked the cypher more than I did but I didn't really know it yeah but it was really cool to see it in Busan obviously yeah. you never you know before you um, see a cypher no yeah I was really happy about that Obviously, I love the song. It's really, really cool. Really, really cool. I've written so cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you prefer it to Cypher 4? I don't know. It's, yeah. It's a toss-up, I think, because I always thought Cypher 4 was my favorite. But mm. now I'm like, I don't mm. know which one is the best one. Good to your head? I just don't know. Oh, you've got to pick one or you're dead. I think the chorus is better on this one. That I always traditionally, before I knew the lyrics, I always preferred the four cipher. But then this one has a special place in my heart because I've seen it. But maybe I'd have to go with four. I don't know. I I I think I listen to four more. Yeah. But when three comes on, I'm always like, I'm always like super happy and hyped that mm. <laughs> it's arrived. I, I, I'm I shuffle, like but well, I don't though. seek out killer. I don't think I've ever typed Cypher Free Killer oh, into my into my phone, but I've typed Cypher Four in. Oh, okay. So I think it's yeah. like four for me as well. The I think problem- it's just as clever. I've written like in terms of double meanings references and mm. like clever lyrics. You know, obviously, because sometimes when we look at the early songs, we're like, oh, they're not as intellectual here. Mm. This oh, this quite is, yeah, this is. Yeah. I think this one represents like a real grudge because at this point, obviously, they were still very much trying to make it in the book. It talks about how like the first album was okay, successful. Second album, not successful. Third album, quite successful. Mm. Then Dark and Wild, not successful. (laughs) Then also the amount of of hate, I definitely underestimated like uh, how much of 
the book is dedicated to like oh we were just like absolutely destroyed online the bullying how much it affected my psyche and like you would think that you would just probably like if I was a celebrity I wouldn't sit around like reading negative comments about myself but it seems like it was so intense that maybe it was just like in their face all the time Mm. so yeah I don't know if it's a response because I think as they got more and more successful the hate got worse Mm. which is you know obviously at this point they're not that successful but But the hate's easier to take as you get more successful than when you feel like you're coming down yeah I mean I guess you can reap the rewards of being successful like whilst having the hate but in the book it sort of made it seem like 2015 to 2017 was the worst hate wines so that's what confused me a little bit about this song having come out earlier because it seems like they're sort of sort of holding on to their grudge of the hate that's represented in this more so than the later hater songs Mm. but maybe they just feel like this is the best telling off of the haters Uh, yeah from a hater perspective this is the best cypher cypher fours my preference but yeah but they're both hater it was just like yeah, yeah. the cypher fours from a more assured assured place point. yeah yeah place Natasha. um what do you think Natasha? i do like the cypher i like it more now than before busan because mm. with cypher four i guess the singing along factor is best like more doable with cypher four and then this one I was just like, it's a bit different. It's not really for me. But listen to it more and more and more, I am more hooked. I can definitely vibe to it more. There's like a hype, like, ooh, 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 song. I was also thinking, do I prefer Cypher 4 over Cypher, this one? It's... Yeah, you picked Cypher 4 as your favourite song on Wings, I remember. Yeah. I think what does it like does it for Cypher 4, and I remember I'm talking about this in his like, Be Live About Wings is the beat in the background the mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. it sort of just sets the scene I remember I'm being like oh my god Ducks came gave us like an amazing mm-hmm. beat yeah. to rap on so I think that is a something that elevates Cypher 4 a little bit mm. yeah we are doing we, no reference to Cypher 2 Cypher 1 Cypher 2 is pretty Cypher good Cypher shout out <laughs> I think Cypher 2 is good Cypher 1 is not very good no. yeah Yungi said it was written by Supreme Boy and as soon as they heard it, they thought it was really great. The concept is just killer, he said. <laughs> <laughs> so they wrote it to match that concept. And at the concert, he said he thought it was the song that got the biggest reaction. And then he said, which I actually remember saying in the Are You Late To episode, he said Cypher Part 2 was all based on technique, whereas the Cypher 1, they wanted to show off their like 90s hip-hop credentials mm. to was like let's show you how fast we can rap mm. but he said this track is very exciting and it has elements that would excite everyone mm. and they've been able to combine technique with lyricism they've got it they've got the, the meaning down <laughs> they've got the beat and the null exactly <laughs> the tech and the null <laughs> the new <laughs> The new sign for like clever but skilled rapping <laughs> techno <laughs> anyway uh, definitely don't go around saying that it's nothing <laughs> stop trying to make techno happen <laughs> let's get on to these lovely performances that we picked out i couldn't stick to just one mm. for this one i'm sorry guys yeah, yeah. so i picked hyyh in japan i thought it was very powerful mm-hmm. they wear the white jackets and sort of ripped black skinny jeans mm-hmm. are um, 
wears a bomber jacket. Hobie has like a denim style jacket, and Yungi looks like a raincoat. Yeah, Yungi <laughs> also looks like Eminem because he's got the hood, <laughs> the true. hood up over the cap. That's probably what he was going yeah. for. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone feels very hyped. They do some like fun finger dancing along with the <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> yeah, and then we picked Summer Sonic. Mm-hmm. They're all on stage for that one so it's like an OT7 type performance yeah. which I thought was cute you put in the description vocal line hype boys OT7 hype boys yeah OT7 hype boys <laughs> and then I start singing hype boy yeah um, smart like what you did there yeah thank you so yeah they're all in the same outfits as the previous Summer Sonic performance War of Hormone and vocal line are just like hyping and singing along to certain parts and just dancing around really but they're so into it they are really yeah, into really it into it um, I really like in the Summer Sonic one, you see Aram, you know, Aram can get into that flow where he does the big jump where yeah. he gets like loads of height and he just goes and goes and goes and goes. Uh-huh. That reminds me of him at Busan and he yeah. was doing it there and I was just like, you're so fucking happy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Enjoy this, my guy. <laughs> and then I, during Hobie's first take, he's constantly shouting, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time he takes a little break, he's like, whoa. <laughs> we can Whoa. get on to yeah. he and his cringe. Yeah, taste of two shines. The president of the Cypher High Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he formed the club. He's the president, the secretary. Yeah, <laughs> treasurer, treasurer. Yeah, everything. He loves the Cyphers. Yeah. I really um, like it. Summer Sonic that you've got a mix of the old army, the army stick. Yeah, and the new army bomb. I've never seen that at any other sort of concert before because they're all like on the one sticker on the other but that's how you can tell it's like a festival Mm -hmm. so you've got all of the armies there the new ones and the old ones that's true sure right so the next performance i included was festa 2016 which is v's time to shine um all right boy so i included a link to daily motion for the actual performance Mm. because it doesn't exist on youtube we'd watched the bang time bomb yeah of him practicing and for whatever reason, I thought he just practiced it and never performed it. Oh, no. Yeah. And then I was like, you're fucking kidding me. They let him do this on the stage. Of course. Yeah, that's why we did it. <laughs> it was amazing. That's why he was practicing. That makes so yeah, much yeah, more yeah. sense. Whereas for a while, I just thought he was just trying to learn it. But like, then people at this festa got to see that. Yeah, exactly. And the Bang Ten Bomb's entitled, B Fulfills His Dream. Mm-hmm. And until like that moment, I was still rooting for Cypher Part V. And then when I was watching it, I was like, oh, no, he's achieved his dream. He did it. Yeah, he He didn't get to be an unofficial cypher, but maybe he shouldn't be. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so watch his performance on Daily Motion. He performs in Sugar's Rain red red, red jacket and he yeah. didn't ask if he could wear it <laughs> arms like oh it's sugar it's sugar and sugar's like yeah that's my jacket tape performed this at festa 2016 if anyone didn't know so he did the whole song mainly by himself but then mm. sugar helps him a little bit on his verse mm-hmm. he rewrites rm's i go by the name of monster to say i'm kim Young." <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much dabbing oh the dabbing. So much dabbing the problem is is we watched this clip a, a few months ago and now when 
the cypher comes on in the club we start dabbing but it's such a niche reference yeah. that no one else seems to do it <laughs> and we look like ridiculous white girls who think that dabbing is cool so then we just get in this circle of like over dabbing it is a deep cut but yeah it's pretty, it's pretty embarrassing if you see anyone pretty... dabbing to the cypher pillar that is what it's about yeah dab away Miami friends dab away so Tay sort of practicing at the start. He's struggling through the verse. Like Aram helps him a few times, mm. be like, "This is the way that I say it." And then Tay tries and tries and tries. And then Jake is in the background, just mouthing doing the whole it. thing aloud. <laughs> he's doing it. And then when he's just zero issues, zero issues. We'd watch that when you said that Jk was coming for us all. And then Jk finishes that with, "I don't think you should rap." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. As he, as soon as he finishes Aram's verse, he's like, "Young, you really shouldn't rap. You shouldn't rap." <laughs> And then Tay, when he's like bopping along, trying to practice the rap, he's constantly like, skirt, skirt, <laughs> skirt, skirt. If you're going to watch one thing from this whole episode, go and watch this band yeah. of me practicing for Cypher Free. Yeah, and he's practicing in the fanciest outfit. Anyone's ever wrapped in. I'm pretty sure he's like in some slacks and a button up shirt. <laughs> yeah. And he's still doing the dabbing. <laughs> he's fucking dabbing away. It's good, it's good. Like a rap. It's so funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. He practices on stage as well, mm. and the amount of dabbing he does is unreal. <laughs> when I watched the live performance, <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, oh, he's not doing the dabbing, maybe it was a joke. Yeah. And then it was, I screenshotted it, it was like at 1 minute 44 when he does the first dab, and then that's it. Yeah. Once he's done the first one, all hell. <laughs> it just breaks loose, he's just a dabbing king. Yeah. He's like, he almost forgot about this incredible move that he was going to do, and then he remembers. I'm going to dab like crazy. <laughs> Shit, I meant to be dabbing. It dates the performance a lot. And then um, they all come and circle him. Yeah. And just watch. Even in the practice, they can't stop like laughing. Yeah. Well, it's pointing. funny because Hobie looks like mesmerized while he's doing <laughs> Hobie's verse. He's like, oh, my oh. God, wow, wow. And then Aram and Hobie are giggling a lot. Yungi looks very unimpressed for the whole time, except when Hobie's like, look at him doing the dabbing. And then they both go like, yeah, yeah, dabbing, dabbing. <laughs> so and then funny. he joins in for verse three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've, I wrote about the dabbing I wrote. I counted nine in the last chorus alone, and he's not even in the frame the whole time. It's <laughs> just his hand. He's just so happy in that moment. He's yeah. so happy. It's very, very funny. Yeah, you absolutely so sweat funny. it. Skirt, skirt. No need. No need. But in the live performance, he is quite swaggy yeah. until he starts dabbing. Yeah. I was with him. Maybe it was cool at the time. Yeah. But maybe not quite so much dabbing. If he'd done it maybe once or twice, that would have been okay. But yeah. Having a good day. Did you watch slash do you have anything to say about the Bang Tan Bomb, the performance? So it's nice listening to you being so like happy by the little <laughs> the little things in life. For sure, yeah. No, it made us really happy. It's funny wish you would have watched you find it funny. Yeah. <laughs> you wish you would have watched it when we watched it because we were having a whale. Well the whole banter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you in the club, we'll be dabbing that killer in the next year. Exactly. And then the last link that I included for Bidu San is a fan cam of the performance. It's pretty good quality. 
that book some points. Yeah, because I couldn't not include it, but I believe maybe we've already talked about it enough. So the Busan version of the killer would Mm. only be helped by V (laughs) being there on stage. (laughs) That's the problem is that that, the the killer cipher is so swaggy and so angry and it's so perfect within that Busan performance until I know about this performance of V doing it at the festa. That's why Dark and Wild is such a roller coaster. It's the exact same thing, but one of them is like so powerful. (laughs) It's just so funny. Then I was like, would I want V? to be there on no, Busan and I was Busan like no because the, funny. It was exactly but powerful. The, yeah but then how could it be so powerful but there's such this silly it's version so funny, of it it's because it's oh. so powerful that when you can't do it <laughs> slash you do it while stabbing and chatting yeah. that's when it's funny <laughs> but like what would it be like better yeah that's true because we before, can, luckily we can have them we both. can have them both yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's been amazing brilliant Brilliant part of the podcast research. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I think that is all the superlatives that we can use about the <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> this is the most amazing. Um, Absolute null tech. Yes. Tech null. like one of those things where you can say it either way um, yeah yeah you can do it both ways yeah if if, if you own it yeah which yeah, yeah. i do if you're just a swag yes, if you're, you're, just... Just <laughs> you're the swag master dancing over here it's <laughs> my <laughs> no swag it's good it's good okay let's try and wrestle this back guys we've got a uh, lot of songs still to get through <laughs> We've got an interlude coming up. We need it. Yeah, we do. We do. So, interlude. What are you doing now? It was produced by Slow Rabbit. And the lyrics are just, what are you doing? As in, mohe, mohe. What are you doing? What are you doing? And they repeat it over and over again. The music is played over like a dial tone from a phone, Mm -hmm. uh, which ends in like a call ended so i'm not sure if the person's like practicing what to say while dialing or if the person they've they're speaking to has like picked up and isn't responding but then the dial tone's there so yeah but then anyway like it hangs up i suppose this refers to all the songs about their girlfriend not picking up their calls and texts and stuff Mm. Yeah, I think that's all we need to say about the interlude, really. Yeah, right. it's fine. It's Drop a little break in the album. Mm-hmm. Cool. Next song is Could You Turn Off Your Cell Phone? <laughs> so, yeah, it is a bit of a random one, not gonna lie. It is written by P Dog RM, Sugar, and J Hope, and produced by P Dog, Big Dog. Um, <laughs> and then. L to the P Dog. I think it links to the interlude above with the dial tone Mm -hmm. but i could be wrong about that because it seems different like thematically anyway rm goes cell phones lost friendship where are you my friend cell phone go (laughs) great job Um, yeah and then the chorus goes could you turn off your cell phone everyone says it's smart but we're all getting dumber could you turn off your cell phone look at my face and give me a mention i don't need a like whoa 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 I think they mean as in, like, everyone says the phones are smart, like, in smartphones. Mm-hmm. But they're making us dumber. Yeah. Verse one, RM goes, 
you use your phone to even tell me you're going to the bathroom. You give me a slight smile as if you think you're smart. It's not funny at all. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you for the first time in months. (laughs) Why are you acting like a popular guy all of a sudden? Did you win the lottery or something? And then Sugar responds. I think this is another one where they like pretend to fight Mm. in the song, kind of like Spinebreaker. And Sugar says, what lottery are you talking about? Wake up, snap out of it. I switched to a new phone, friend. It's the information age, as you know. Since the 21st century, where more than half of the people in Korea are smart, <laughs> in quotations. So, like, more than half the people in Korea have smartphones, I yeah. think he means. And by 2014, apparently over 70% of people in Korea had smartphones. Mm. I think it probably was the same here. Everyone had smartphones by that time. Mm. And he says... Talking face-to-face is an outdated, distant country's story. So Sugar's arguing for smartphones, whereas RM's arguing against. Um, yeah. And then J.O. tries to intervene. Mm. He says, why are you guys fighting like this again when we're seeing each other for the first time in a while? Phone? First, let's have a meal. That's what suits us. <laughs> Do you even have a girlfriend? <laughs> Your new phone is a waste. <laughs> I don't want to be like Jungsu. <laughs> enlisted please work your magic i don't know what this means no one knew what this <laughs> no means does. yeah i guess maybe they had a friend called Jungsu that enlisted and then <laughs> they're not able to speak to him anymore <laughs> he probably doesn't have a phone so actually it doesn't make any sense what do you mean you don't know who Jungsu is? just the docent lady don't know no no one knows Jungsu is just Jungsu and it's just a guy. I mean, maybe they lost touch with him, you know, because they're trying to like catch up after a while. And Sugar's just on his phone. Maybe their fourth friend was Jungsu and he enlisted. <laughs> and now they don't speak to him anymore. Maybe they're in the house. Now they're like, don't become like Jungsu and ignore us. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jacob says, Where do you want to go? I'll go there. This feels like the hot spot. And apparently this is world uh, wordplay because hotspot could also be mobile hotspot. Oh my <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. But what are we doing after eating? Let's not go to the boring PC bang as in the computer cafe. Mm-hmm. But wait, could you turn off your cell phone when someone is talking to you? Again, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. It's a weird verse. Well, then they do the chorus again. And then the post chorus mm-hmm. is slide to unlock, slide to unlock. I hated your ping. And then it, that has like a phone ping. Yeah. I hated your sh as in like, you know, the message sent sound. Yeah. As in your phone was constantly going off when we were together. I guess it must have been before everyone constantly had their phone on silent like now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, off too often now. And then they say, slide to unlock, slide to unlock, press your click, click, press your click. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Anyway, RM's back on it. He says... <laughs> Are you eating with your eyes like girls do? (laughs) Stop taking pictures. I'm losing my appetite. You're busy updating again on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, I think his friend's probably taking photos of the food food. for the internet. Which we all do from time to time, I've written. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're on stories, though. Yeah. Not on the grid. Not on the grid. Not on the grid. The The stories have revolutionized how cringy it is to show your food. Yeah. Um, Um, I think it's sad that they're saying that girls eat with their eyes and not actually eat i don't know if that's what he means but i thought that too yeah 
I'm wondering if what it means is like, why are you acting like a girl putting your food over so all over social media? Oh. Yeah, I don't know that many guys who regularly go like, oh, look at the salad that I'm eating. <laughs> like, it's so fancy. <laughs> so I wonder if that's what it means, but it could be both, I guess. Yeah, anyway, J-Hope says, life is 3D. Tweet at my face. <laughs> <laughs> you Twitter and tap tap as you cough cough. Food is spitting out of your mouth as you're on your phone. Do I need to hit you with your cell phone for you to snap out of it? When you're out of battery, do you think ours will be charged? And then now Sugar's come around to the hater side and he says, could you turn off your cell phone or put it in your pocket? (laughs) Everyone says it's smart and the times have gotten better, but we're rushing twice as much. Sometimes I miss the times when people talked face to face. Communication increased, but between us is a noisy silence. That is a deep Mm. thought, actually. Deep thought. I understand what he means. Mm. So, yeah, they sound really old, to be honest. (laughs) But, yeah. Put your phone away. They're getting, uh, it's easier to communicate with more people, but hanging out together has suffered to the point where, like, we hang out, but we're not talking. Mm. Because we're all just sat on our phones. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But then... I told you when I came, when I was away for that whole week, I came back and I was like, I'm going to go upstairs and just like sit on my phone because yeah. I've not been able to do that for like a week. <laughs> I think it depends. I think it depends on like how close you are with the people and also like how long you're seeing them for. Because mm. like when the three of us are on holiday together, like you're not going to have us like constantly chatting the mm. whole time. So no. a little bit of phone time is fine. Mm. Whereas if you're like with friends you've not seen in a while, like here. Yeah, with Young Sue. <laughs> with young Sue <laughs> he's back out of military better be giving then, him some time then Sugar continues I don't need things like messages or selfies I've come here to see you not your phone or the food but you hey this isn't right what is our relationship we used to be happy with just a smile turn it off man and then they do the chorus and the post chorus again and then the song is over hmm it's a little random, I'm not going to mm. lie. But I wrote, I'm guessing this is something that might have been like really in the zeitgeist at the time. There were a lot of like news stories and maybe politicians mm. and stuff being like, rah, rah, young people are always on their mm. phones. Mm. Kind of like with the jackets mm. in Spinebreaker. No one's saying like, get rid of your phone. It's just like, while we're having a meal together, could you not be on your phone? Mm. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, agreed. It's Fill a song about a concept that... It's like it's it wants to be Spinebreaker, but it's definitely not Spinebreaker. No, it's not as good. No, because it's sort of just aged poorly. It's aged poorly in a way that like no one's not using their cell phone. Like I, I understand their point and like, yeah, they're right. You shouldn't be using your cell phone in that particular instance. But if like by this time everyone was like, yeah, smartphones sucked. Remember that time when we used smartphones mm. and this song would have been really apropos, whereas now we're like everyone has a smartphone. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what do you think? It's okay. Yeah, it's just kind of pulling us down from the big killer and mm. stuff that we just had. So we're still on, on the best. roller coaster coming down. On to mm-hmm. bigger and better things. Exactly. Embarrassed. Embarrassed. Yeah, because there actually aren't even any performances. <laughs> <laughs> We've found the sign. There's zero performances. <laughs> Not even Jacob Karaoke. They have never performed this. Do you think that's ironic? To my knowledge. No. No, because you you need to use some sort of filming device. So maybe they were Uh, like, we'll never. (laughs) Never. It's just crap. Just not a very good song. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what Yungi said though. He said it took a long time to put it together, and the rough <laughs> line used very short lines. Nowadays, everyone has a smartphone. He said, but he wrote that communication has increased. Everyone seems to have become more silent. So that was the issue they based the track on, which you know, Fine. obvious. On to better things, like Natasha said, embarrassed slash blanket kick. It was written by Hitman Bang, oh. Sean, Slow Rabbit, P Dog, RM Sugar, and J Hope. Wow. And produced by Hitman Bang, Sean, don't know who Sean is, <laughs> and P Dog. Hitman um, Bang. Yeah, Hitman Bang. I get it. Grace us with this presence on this one. So the Korean title, Ibulkik, is a slang that's a combination of Ibul, which means blanket, and kick, and refers to when you do something embarrassing or cringy during the day and you go to bed and you cover yourself with a duvet <sighs> and then like the memory hits you mm. real hard and you can't do anything but like tumble and toss out of shame in your bed like oh kicking your blanket like oh why did I do that oh so dumb been there yes been there (laughs) there, definitely I think everyone (laughs) has that's why the song works okay so the lyrics start with RM he says one two three four like one two three four um yeah and then he says I do all sorts of things I might become a tree this is a wordplay where he uses Gaji gaji to say so many things or all sorts of things, but gaji can also mean a type of tree or a branch of a tree. Mm. So he's saying like gaji gaji to turn into a gaji. I think. Why do I keep becoming weird in front of you? I'm not a preschooler, but why is everything I do so childish? <laughs> Actually, I'm a bit more childish than the pun I just made, referring to the tree one. I believe. <laughs> Um, (laughs) look at my eyes my jokes aren't serious saying this is so hard I like you I was too shy to become your son so I became a cold moon but afterwards I kept making blanket waves on the sea that is my bed (laughs) splash splash (laughs) so aggressively so cringy (laughs) full of the metaphors yeah he's got it picking a blanket yeah I, when I first read it, I was like, oh my god, does he have like a waterbed? But then I <laughs> read a different translation. I was like, oh yeah, he means like kicking the blanket as and making waves. Right, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's waterbed. <laughs> Pops a hole in it. <laughs> yeah. In my auntie used to have a waterbed. That was, you get in and then you feel like Where are waterbeds? They've really died out. a thing of the past. Sure. But yeah. My achievement is to convert my embarrassment to UFC while jumping up and down like a crazy guy with a high kick and a jab and a hook with some pounding. I let it all out on my blanket. <laughs> but everyone doesn't know UFC is the ultimate fighting champion, I think. Yeah. So it's like a martial arts, mm. boxing or wrestling or whatever competition. Mm. Oh, give me an iron so I can smooth out my hands and feet. Oh, God. Also, Bangtan, I believe, specified that you might say my fingers and toes are shrinking inward after you see or do something really cringy, mm. like oh, like finger curling. You have already made it into several lines of my lyrics. Oh, but what did my blanket do wrong to pay for it? <laughs> 
I just wish you were here. Oh. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't. And then the chorus I've written, I think it's Tay that sings it, but I'm not mm. sure. He goes, only you. Nice. <laughs> only you. Again, I'm acting awkward in front of you. You're so pretty, pretty, pretty. No. Pretty, pretty, pretty. But why am I like this? I sleep and kick my blankets around. Oh, and then oh, they go, only you. Ooh, 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 you. 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 And they do the point. Yeah, they do. They say, why did I do that? My head spins, spins. I just kick the innocent blanket. Kick, kick. Oh, you're so pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> pretty. Pretty, pretty, pretty. To me, it's only you. Only you. Come back on this roller coaster now. <laughs> yeah. Where are we? I don't know. I don't know. I thought this when I was first researching the album. Like, what? Are they now happy with the what? same girl? This is a different girl. Like, I don't know who they're they singing about. It's definitely not on theme. No. But it is classic BTS where they're like, yeah, the first four or five songs will keep it to theme and then the night rest. And then we'll do the hater song. The, the hater song. We'll do a hype song. Random middle section. <laughs> then the outro will put the theme back up. That's how it works. So, yeah. And also, what? why did Hitman Bang write this? What was he thinking? I think he was thinking, <laughs> no, yeah, you know, like, yeah. ideal boy band, yeah. boyfriend types. Mm. Like, let's the, make the, boy the girls... Yeah, yeah, let's make the girls want to date these lovely cute boys. <laughs> so, Sugar says, My eyes follow your eyes, nose, lips. But please don't misunderstand. I can't control myself when I see you. I'm really acting silly. I take a big gulp and say, cheers, instead of water. I'm not even drunk, but I pretend to be drunk and act cute. (laughs) I'm not a pencil, but I keep getting dark thoughts towards you. Could it be that you already noticed my dark thoughts? He says hukshim to say dark thoughts, which can mean an ulterior motive. But it also means the core of a pencil. It literally means black heart. Is what Aww. they said. So I think he means how like, you know why thoughts. I'm acting like this. Because you've got a crush on her. Like, have you noticed that I'm acting like this because I like you? I try to hide my real thoughts, but it doesn't work. And I just rub my face. <laughs> um, so apparently it's normal for people to talk about dry washing or rubbing their face when they're nervous or anxious, shocked, angry, dumbfounded, etc. That's the saying mm. that he's referring to. Time flies without my knowing. TikTok. When we get to your house, I try to set the mood. I grab your shoulders, thinking this time I'll really pretend I'm crazy and give you a deep kiss. But then the phone rings. Phones are <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Your dad angrily asks when you're coming home. And then in the song you can hear there's like a phone that rings and mm-hmm. then she goes, You was you. I was a little confused by this as well, but I think they've been like hanging out together and he's like walked her home. Walked her home. And they're standing outside her house. He's about to kiss her. But then her <sighs> the dad's phone like, rings. the oh, phone goes. Cock blocker. The dad goes like, where are you? Why are you not home yet? And then she's like, oh, I gotta go. Fine. Yeah. And then he goes, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the mood was so good. Before I sleep, I get angry at my blanket again. It was so good. Oh. oh, actually, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just really charming. It is really charming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's really um, charming. And then they do the chorus again, but just the first part. And then J Hope goes, Should I go or not? Then I went, Should I do it or not? Then I did it, making jokes and playing around, getting physical and acting cute. Mm. But my arrow keeps missing your target. Mm. Where is it? Is that where your heart is? 
Ah, why did I do that back then? It's a sleepless night again today. The blanket on my bed is my sandpack. Kick, kick, kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jeff stuck with the chorus this time in true early era style. But yeah, they've moved it around a few times in this album, at least. Mm. So we should give them credit for that. He's got more. Jacob's got more verses. Arms that done a bridge. It's been more evenly distributed. And then they do the full chorus again, and the song ends. Cute. So yeah, it's a cute song about being nervous when speaking to their crush and how they take their frustrations out on their blanket when they're in bed, which I guess is quite relatable, especially to people at that age. If you're like late teens and you're like, mm. this is your first crush, crush. Or, or maybe at least your first crush that you're trying to do something about, but they're not the sure. Move. They don't have any game. They got <laughs> zero game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really endearing. Too. It is really endearing. I think it's quite, it's, it's cute. Yeah. Anyone else nerds? BTS boys, be it all caught up in their blanket? Adorable. Yeah. I wrote It's Charming with and without knowing the lyrics because you get the like, you yeah. and the yep, 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 and like, mm. which means pretty, pretty, pretty. When, um, what's just one day on? School Love Affair. Yeah. It feels like just one day for me. It's cute. I like it. Cute. Jungi said it was a sweet track written by Bang PD about what people in their teens and 20s feel when seeing someone they like. He wrote about how you would unintentionally act cute in front of the person, say lots of jokes, etc., and then regret it later whilst kicking your blanket. And he wrote about taking a girl back to her house, hoping to kiss her, but then failing and then going back over that moment. And he thinks it's really relatable. Very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> to the point as always. Do you like it, Natasha? Yeah, I like it. It's cute. There's something you can like sing along to. I feel like you do like a little bit of swear when you like da, 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 da. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite happy. Cute. It makes yeah. it makes me smile as well. On the roller coaster. Yeah. Up. <laughs> Yeah, and then only made better by performance. By the performance, oh, it's just ten out of ten. They're really cute. Yeah, yeah. I included the 2015 Festa special choreo practice just because oh. it's really cute. Arm's really funny when he pops his head out at the start. Yeah. Jakey in the bed is cute as well. The choreo is really really cute. Um, <laughs> they so, do all the little hand gestures, and when they go pretty pretty pretty, they're like. During the soon like hands on the face. As soon as they do the flower cup on the face, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm so dead. cute. So and then cute. when they go like pointing out to the side so three times, and then after the flower cup hands, they like put their hands together and do the like sleepy hands oh, under their they're in that little yeah. blanket. They're like, oh, when oh, I'm going to sleep, I'm kicking my blanket, and they're doing a little kick. Yeah, love it. It's great. How how would these boys? The killer boys. That's why Dark and Wild just baffles me wall to wall. When I watched it for the first time, I was like, oh, where's Jackie? Where's Jackie? Oh, he's in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Getting on from that, I think there's a wake up tour. I also included the clip, which there is the surprise JK. So they have a bed on the stage where you think JK is in that bed. But when it's his turn to like sing for the oh. only you, they find it's just a plushie. A doll, and yeah. Aram's like, where's Jungkook? Where's Jungkook? And then the music starts playing and he pops up on the bed that's like in the background. Yeah. And, he and he's like, so only happy. you. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so happy. <laughs> it's really smart. <laughs> I, just, um, 
I don't know how you convinced them to do this as well. No. You know, it's those clips of like, how much did they pay Sugar to do? Like, he was on board. I think. Yeah, well, they all look super keen. Yeah. They're all like, yeah, this is who we are. Yeah. I'm an underground rapper turned singer, Kisiana. dancer, cutest Maybe they baby. had like a, maybe I'm buying like, manage their expectations like <laughs> this will be part of it this is what you're signing up for just making sure like you definitely still want to do it and they're like yeah 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 definitely and then eventually I don't want to hear anything about the cutesy stuff <laughs> you're gonna have to do it <laughs> right okay fine 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 and then eventually and some of, of them really like it like you can tell like J-Hope and J-Hope yeah Jane Jungle. love it JK V V yeah. obviously even Ho- yeah Hope is Hope, just yeah. so happy being cute yeah exactly yeah Aram and Yungi how did you convince them well, they were pursuing success still at this point as well, right? If they were like, right, in order to be super successful as an idol group, we have to do this cutie stuff. Mm. And maybe they liked it, you know? Oh, it's they do it's love cute stuff in Korea. Silly. They just love cute and sweet and everything yeah. like that. So maybe it's just a cultural thing where we think like, oh, like rappers would never do this. <laughs> Whereas for them, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's obviously part of being an idol rapper. Duh. Yeah. I'm a rapper and a flower. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and table some funny, sexy, cute faces. And mm. J-Hope tries to kiss Jimin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, in the back, there's yeah. J-Hope tries to kiss Jimin. And then V does the turns Jin and slaps the wall oh, as if yeah, he's going to yeah. kiss him. And then Aram and JK go to kiss oh, as well. Yeah. And then look and that's away when rapping on when the, Yungi's on rapping the, on the bed. Yeah. And I had to watch that clip like three or four times so I could focus on each individual fine, pair fine, fine. So to like see what they were the doing. Yeah, Part of the yeah. performance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, what, is, what do you think about the choreo? Uh, I like it. It's cute. I never really understood why there were a bed in the performance until reading the lyrics, but I was just like, oh, it's the part with the bed now, I guess. <laughs> okay. It is weird to have a bed in a song called Embarrassed. Yeah. Not so weird in a song called Blanket Kick. That's true. Cute. Okay. 10 out of 10. Well, on that high note, I think we'll say thanks for listening to part two. Um, yeah. That's whoop, whoop, it for part right. two. So, yeah, it's a happy high song to end on. Oh, if you want to see all of our amazing content from Korea and everything, follow us on social media. Where can they do that, Natasha? On Instagram, we are at GenerationBTS underscore, as well on TikTok and Twitter. Or you can see, find us on YouTube, just GenerationBTS. And if you want to email us, it's GenerationBTS, all the albums at gmail.com. Nice. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with part three at some point. <laughs> Keep an eye out. <laughs> or hit subscribe <laughs> and then you'll get notifications. Yeah, I've been Christine. I've been Leanne. And I've been Natasha. And we have been Generation BTS. Okay, nice.